across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Slightly different show this evening, dear listener. Good evening. I know we were going to do the musical hour and we were all going to sing for the first hour. That's going to happen. It's going to happen at a later date. But other things have happened. Other people have been uh, deprived of their uh, music. Uh, 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 Were you um, going to the Hope and Glory Festival? Um, in Liverpool this weekend, some great bands, Lightning Seeds. Who doesn't love the Lightning Seeds? Uh, James, the brilliant James, Star Sailor, um, Badly Drawn Boy, Charlotte Church. Um, it was a, a two-day festival, um, with profits going to help, um, the victims of the Manchester, um, bombing. And over the weekend, I'll be honest, I was completely unaware of it. And over the weekend, I, um, I've just started checking Twitter moments. You know, there's that thing where it, it can tell you news stories. And more often than not, they're quite tedious and quite dull. But there was this one about the Hope and Glory Festival um, being cancelled halfway through, ending um, shambolically. And I clicked on it, and I flicked through some of the stories, some of the the, the, the tweets relating to it, and um, it seemed that a significant number of people had um, a really uh, lousy um, weekend. Some people enjoyed their weekends, and we're going to get both sides of the story, but um, just to fill us in on, on some of the details and exactly what it was and what happened, um, let's speak to uh, Lorna Hughes from the Liverpool Echo. Good evening, Lorna. Hi, good evening, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. So tell us about the Hope and Glory um, uh, Festival. What was it supposed to be? Well, it it was supposed to be a celebration of of indie music, really. Um, Bands from the last few years and all around St George's Hall in in Liverpool. Um, People from all over the country were coming along to listen to their favourite bands and enjoy the weekend in the city, really. It was supposed to be a celebration. It, it it didn't end up a celebration, did it? No, it didn't at all. No, um, it, it seemed to start off okay. But then long delays built up to get into the festival. There was overcrowding. The, the Charlotte Church was axed from the bill. Um, it, 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 nothing was running to plan. We we were told it was it was crowded. People were queuing up. They they couldn't even get in if if they had tickets. Um, and when did you when did you first hear about it, Lorna? By the way, the Liverpool Echo has been doing you know stunning work on this. So well done, <laughs> you, you and your team. When did you first hear that things perhaps weren't going according to plan? Well, we were covering it from the very beginning. Uh, it started around around lunchtime on Saturday, and I think from the beginning it was it was obvious there were problems. There were queues all the way down the road. People were saying they they couldn't get in. Their tickets weren't being checked and. They were letting people in who, who didn't have tickets, so there, there, there was a lot of frustration on, on social media pretty much straight away. So. What, one of the things that grabbed my attention about this story, and perhaps caused me to focus on it a bit more rather than just swipe through as we do these days, was um, it was announced on, on Twitter and Facebook... Sunday morning, I don't know the exact yeah. time, but, but Sunday morning that it had been cancelled. Yeah. 
there was a lot of confusion at first. People didn't know what was what was going on. That at first they said it was going to go ahead as planned, and then all of a sudden these three words appeared on Twitter and Facebook: you know, "festival not on today" or whatever the words were that, that they used. And that really sent people into a spiral of confusion, really, because it, it wasn't very clear at all why that was happening and what the problems were. Um, have you spoken to some... I've, I've spoken to quite a few. and uh, uh, Have you spoken to, to people that were there? And if so, what have they told you, Lorna? Yeah, I, have, I, I was down there yesterday um, to see what was happening, see if it was going to go on for a second day. Um, okay. There were people... Some of them had paid up to £600 to be in Liverpool for the weekend for tickets, hotel, transport. Um, there, there was a couple there from Northampton, um, a couple from Glasgow. That, and they just didn't know what was going on. They were... They were prepared to give it a chance. Um, they, they knew that there were problems from the first day, but that they they were just fu- furious, really, that nobody had told them what was going on and, and the lack of professionalism that the organisers had displayed. Um, I, I've heard rumours that there was a young lady from Canada there, and, I, and we have spoken um, to a, a young lady called Isabel. We spoke to her before the show. We might play it out later on tonight, who travelled all the way from Germany um to come to the festival and um people spent uh, did spend a lot of money um one of the issues um, i've got to say we've got leo hanlon from tiny cow who is the organizer um of the event he's waiting on the lights i'm going to bring him into the conversation in a few minutes this is uh, we'll get to hear his side of the story um people were worried about safety weren't they about um the number of people that were there and um a lot of the people i've spoken to said it felt very crushed yeah, I mean, this is something that I think the, the organisers denied in, in a statement earlier on, but everyone we, we spoke to, I think, without exception, said that they felt it was unsuitable, they felt it was uncra- it was overcrowded, the, there wasn't enough space, the, there was a bottleneck building up, so the, there were real concerns. But one woman I, I spoke to was, was in tears at one point, she, she said she was concerned for, for her safety in there. Gosh. Um, I want to end this as well because I, I know some people were slightly worried this was going to turn into a, a Liverpool bashing and au contraire because the, w- w- one of the great things that we n- noticed, Catherine, my producer and I when we were going on tri- Twitter is um, the number of um, venues and bars and clubs in Liverpool that saw there was a problem and stepped up to the plate, didn't they? They, they kind yeah, of opened their did. doors Absolutely, I mean it, it started off as, as- pretty embarrassing for, for Liverpool really mm. but the way everyone's rallied around particularly the, the independent bars restaurants, music venues um, you know, Lightning Seas were playing at the Zanzibar the, it, it, people couldn't do enough really to, to make sure that Liverpool made up for the disappointment of all these people who, who paid up to like, £90 and, and didn't have anywhere to go and enjoy the music. We, we're going to speak we, We're going to speak to one of the bands later on. We spoke to Reverend and the Makers uh, earlier on, and we, we're going to speak to a couple of the venues as well um, that stepped in. Lorna, if people want to uh, check out uh, the Liverpool Echo, where's the best place to go these days? Because you can get local papers anywhere in the world. <laughs> you can. You can check out all our coverage. It's liverpoolecho.co.uk and... Follow us on Twitter as well. Keep listening, Lorna, and keep in touch, and we'll, we'll speak again. Thanks for Thank that. You. Thank Cheers. you, time. Okay, so this, uh, if you were there, 0344 499 1000. If you were there and you had a great time, 0344 499 1000. Uh, the gentleman uh, uh, responsible for the Hope and Glory Festival is Leo Hanlon from Tiny Cow. He joins me now. Evening, Lee. Uh, good evening. I'm actually speaking on behalf of Hope and Glory Festival. Okay, what's the difference? The difference is an entirely different company. 
Okay, but you are with Tiny Cow. I, I am as well, yes. But the festival was put on by Hope and Glory Festival Limited. Okie dokie. Um, because on the Tiny Cow website, it does go into great detail um, about your history in putting on festivals, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it, w- it would do. But uh, okay. I, I just felt it was an important distinction to make. Okay. Uh, why did you cancel? I withdrew from operating on the festival because I felt... Sorry, there's a lot of echo in the background. I can hear myself on your end. Hang on a second. I'm going to switch you to this line. Does that work any better? That's great. There Sorry, we go. Could, oh, no, hang on. It's back. I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to call... Uh, Catherine, can you call Lee back immediately, please? Because we'll sort that out. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Right, let's try that. Lee, can you hear me? Oh, that's no matter, thank you. There we go. Leo Hanlon from uh, the Hope and Glory Festival. Why did you cancel? Um, I withdrew from working on the festival and said that I felt we should cancel the event because I felt that this the festival wasn't safe. Um, there were issues with the production management, uh, the company that we brought in, and the council had previously, Liverpool Council, had previously advised in a meeting with um, the, both, both obviously themselves and the Blue Light Services that the festival area that had been identified could have a capacity of 15,000. I didn't feel that that was correct in that meeting and we agreed to reduce it by several thousand more. But when, at what point did you think it was unsafe? Um, I noticed that there was a part of the site, uh, which was the movement of traffic in between St. John's Gardens and William Brown Street, that had built up. And so I noticed there was a lot of people going both ways, and that had reached a, a bit of a bottleneck. As a result, I contacted a PCSO that was on site and asked him to... Uh, contact a senior member of the police to come and discuss and advise with me. But surely you knew what the what the layout of the site was. You would have been able to to have seen any bottlenecks before people got there. You knew there were going to be twelve and a half thousand people there. You you would know where the narrow areas were and where people wanted to get to. Did you not foresee that? Yes, we did. Um, we were at far below our capacity when this issue first arose. One of the issues with that we take with the production management team uh, that it was steered by a gentleman called... No, I don't, want to, listen, I, don't, I don't want to hear anybody else's names because they're not here to defend themselves. I appreciate what you're saying, Lee, but I, let, let's... Oh, I think it's important on the show. Sorry? Uh, as they were integral to the issues... Yeah, I don't want any... I, I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want to mention anybody's names because that would be unfair. Okay, well, the, the production management team that were commissioned yeah. to deliver the show... As but but you are ultimately so, responsible for the show. Oh, absolutely, and we accept okay. that. And, and, and it does set we it... Work with, that's why we work with professional companies. At what point, Lee, at what point hmm. did you, um, uh, at what time on Saturday did you notice the bottlenecking and think it was unsafe? Well, that's what I was trying to give you the answer to, with all due respect, Ian. We noticed mid-afternoon that there was a problem with that. And what I was hoping to be able to tell you was the the reasons for that. We 
in our consultations with the local authority, advised them that we would put in a bridge or have our production management company put in a bridge across part of the wall um, between William Brown Street and St. John's Gardens. That would provide an additional route in or out of the gardens. As we were as the production management company effectively opened the site two hours later almost than we agreed and an hour later than advertised, they also in that time did not deliver the bridge. You shouldn't have allowed they them to open then. If you thought that was going to cause a safety issue, you as the organiser of the event should not have allowed that to open then, should you? You were putting people at okay. risk. Uh, again, you're jumping in there, Ian, before... Well, because uh, the, 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 answers, the, the answers are, <laughs> seem to be quite long and rambling okay. and pointing the finger elsewhere. No, then, look, they're not ro- long and rambling, and we... Trust me, they are. Res- we accept full responsibility, Ian, but it is important... Do you agree? You sh- if you... you did, I cannot give you the... Ian, I cannot Lee. give you the answer to this in five-second sound. Do you agree that you should not have opened the issue. festival if you thought it was unsafe? If I thought it was unsafe, I wouldn't. But, so you thought it was, was safe, then change your mind? Ian, I was advised by the production management company that the level of ticket sales was below, so far below the capacity that it, would, it wouldn't be unsafe. When I identified that the that there was a bottleneck occurring. So capacity would have been unsafe. Personally, they stopped all on-the-day ticket sales. So capacity... called the police. So if it had reached full capacity, it would have been unsafe. I agree, I think it would have. Wow. So you were prepared to put on an event... Um, the, no, I wasn't. Had it been full capacity, would have been unsafe. I spoke to Liverpool no, County Council no, or City no, Council. Hang on a second, Ian. You've made a comment there that is simply untrue. Okay. You said that I would be prepared to put on an event that, that was unsafe, and that is simply untrue. Well, you said well, if it had I'm reached capacity, you, it would I have been unsafe. Specifically, no, uh, Ian, what I told you specifically was yep. that I identified that the bridge hadn't been put in place. I identified the numbers were growing. I identified that there was a the day, great, far greater than was expected. I I stopped the sale of on-the-day ticket sales, and I held the gates whilst I investigated the problem with the police to ensure the safety of all of the public. Do you think that the security measures on the gates, in terms of checking people's tickets and checking people's bags, was sufficient? I, I... what I can tell you, and I, there is so far that I can go and far more I would like to say, that there is an investigation that we are undertaking into a number of aspects that will identify what we requested versus what was delivered. Was because met. can I tell you what I've been told by some people that were there? Of course. That um, people, as they went through, weren't always asked to show their tickets. So some people had day tickets. Some people had weekend tickets. And several people I've spoken to walked through, did not show their tickets, and were asked which wristband they wanted, whether they wanted a day wristband or a weekend wristband. Also, several people um, did not have their bags checked. Now, after Manchester and the horrific events that happened there, people should have had their bags searched, shouldn't they? I I couldn't agree with you more on that. If that, if that proves to be the case as part of the investigation, then we will take serious issue 
with the security company that were employed. But you, but you and are responsible for the people's security and safety. But I've had course, people saying it could have been another Hillsborough. Right. Of, of course we are responsible for their security and safety, and that is why we advised our security company that was employed to deliver on that aspect of the event, a professional security company, and we ensured that it was a company that had worked extensively in Liverpool, including with the local authority, were employed to do that. Now, you're telling me some things that are the first time of me hearing them. That's not the first time you've heard it. You've been been tweeted that and it's been commented on Facebook. Well, one second. That's incorrect. And I think think it's important that you are equally honest with, with your listeners and if you're saying that I have personally been told something that I've just told you I have not, then please feel free to prove so. Why are you, why well, are you pretending it wasn't you on Twitter tweet. last night, sending abusive tweets to the Act and, and the disappointed audience? I'm not pretending anything. I have taken control of our Twitter account. That was you on Twitter last evening. night, Lee? That is incorrect. How come when I spoke to you this morning and I asked you about that, about the Twitter, you said, oh, I don't want to talk about that now? That's quite right. Yeah. Well, why didn't you say that? Why didn't you just say to me that wasn't me on Twitter last night? Ian, you're trying to make something that isn't, and I'm more than happy. You were abusive to the people. Ian, you were please, abusive to the you. bands and the disappointed people. That is incorrect. Actually, I think what you will find, Ian, if you actually go and check your facts on that matter, that we have taken action with with the person that was concerned. Who who was um, it in that respect? Hang on, Ian. Please, you keep asking, making statements. Well, because you don't keep true. answering the questions I'm, honestly, I Lee. Answering them, I am asked. Just put your hands up honestly. and say it was you on Twitter sending abuse to the lead singer of James, and that's look, fine. Uh, look, it wouldn't be fine. I have worked with James a number of times. I have utter respect for the band, utter respect for their agent, who is one of the greatest agents in the world, let alone the country. I have a great relationship with him, and I'm sure he will know that I would not have done a thing like that. And the person responsible has been dealt with and I've been open and transparent on Twitter stated the date and time that I've taken back control of the Twitter account myself and I have answered people extensively this evening as I have How? people that have called me on my personal mobile phone. Yes and you answer my call and I appreciate that and I, do, I, and I hope yes, you've seen and you're not the only one customers no? have because no. there have been there have been people that attended the festival yep. that put my home address and I've I've told people online to stop doing that you did, and thank you for that. You're welcome. My home address, pictures of my child. Yeah, there's no need for that. And I agree, that's outrageous, and that's that's uh, awful, and, and I've asked and people Ian, not to do that. And Ian, there were things wrong with this festival. I am one man answering your questions about what I personally did yeah. to try and address them. How do people get and a what refund? What it ultimately comes down to... Is you screwed is up. I took, I took the... I did not... What ultimately comes down to is that I took decisions that ensured the safety of everybody. Far beyond profit or having a good time or anything like that, I will always, always put the safety of the people that come to our events first. How do people get refunds? There's been a number of sta- there have been a number of statements. You you tell us as the organizer, how do people get their money back? Okay, so I'm, I may have been in the role of organiser, but there are other directors of the company. There are two involved. other directors, aren't there? And one of them's your wife. 
Yeah, I thought you didn't want to name names, so you're I've, 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 if you're well, you've, my you've, wife, I will name Rachel Dagar, the production manager. I've not, I've not named her. I haven't, Lee, Lee, I haven't named her. No, I didn't name her. I didn't... It would, be not, it would not be a shock to think that she was Mrs. O'Hanlon, would I, it? Well, I d- uh, Lee... So, Ian, I have, I have been honourable in this. Lee, I've I not named her. Show to do it's, it's... Have. No, I haven't it's named obvious. her. No, I you've haven't... Made an, You've identified her. The details are, are registered at a company's house. And y- the details of Paul Mancy at Paramount Security. But, okay, okay. Well, listen, now you're being childish, Lee. Now no, you're being. I'm not. I'm being so you're saying you have to talk to the other company directors. Well, one of them is your best friend and one of them is your wife. When are one you going to talk to them? not my best friend, and I've learned information about him today. But when are you going to talk to them and find out. When are, you, when are you going to tell people how they can get a refund? Because you've been saying they should go to the tickets where they bought yes, the tickets from. Haven't they? Yeah, them. yeah. The, yeah the, I'm aware of that. Skiddle have said that 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 Skiddle and Eventbrite have said no. That, that you are the person to go to. What me personally? The company, Lee. That that, that you are okay. a director of, along with your wife and your friend. Uh, actually, I'm not a director of that company. So you're, you're misinforming your re- uh, your listeners there. How do people get a refund, Lee? Would you like to uh, correct yourself there, because I'm not a company If you're not a company director, then I humbly apologise on air, even though you're making yourself sound petty. How do people get a refund, Lee? Look, that was was an atrocious comment by you, wasn't it? How do people get a refund, Lee? You just accused me of being immature on Twitter. Lee, how do people people get a refund? People will get all the refund information... And all the ticketing information, as has been posted on the Facebook page... Well, you're telling people um, to go to Eventbrite and Skiddle, and they're saying it's nothing to do with them. Ian... Is there any point in me answering your questions when you interrupt me midway through... through All right, I'm going to ask you this question, I'll be quiet. How do people get a refund? What people will do in, in order to get a refund, they will need to, um, contact their ticketing company. We are providing on Facebook tomorrow evening an update. I have been in consultation with a number of different ticketing companies, of which there were, I believe, seven today. I have written to the other director, who is a 50% shareholder in the, in the festival. I have asked him to make a decision, and I've asked him, because he has to as well, as you will appreciate, I have asked him to make a decision that the first of the refunds can take place. Why are you telling people? Me, why are you telling I, people to go to the ticket? Um, uh, the people they bought the ticket from when Skiddle that, are that, saying that, that, it's not their responsibility. You're, you're right. Okay. As as I said, there were seven. I, I think it was Let's talk about Skiddle. Let's companies. talk about Skiddle first of all. They're saying that they have no access or authority to process refunds. The only party who can authorize a refund at this stage are the event organizer. You. Yes, and I, nothing, look, I, that is incorrect. The, uh, if, I, if I was in the position of event organiser, and I'm not the director of the company... So you're uh, not the event organiser? You, organizer. Know, you kn- No, that isn't what I said, Ian. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm trying to, but it's a little bit rambling. It's not rambling. Unfortunately, it's not as simple as you would hope it would be with five-second sound bites. Now, I can give you the entire information, Ian. Skiddle have no access to, to process refunds. The only party again, you, who can authorize... Well, no, because again, what you're I, doing... I you. Lee, what, what you're doing... Me. 
what you're doing is, is what you did in your statement, and you're, you're kind of pointing the finger elsewhere. There are people, I've spoken to no, families no. who spent a thousand pounds. Do you know something, Ian? If I went to an event and it transpired the way that this one did, I would feel exactly the same as the people. I think it is desperately sad what happened with this event. You let them down, didn't desperately you? Did I personally did not. You're oh. not interested in what the issues were. We accept full responsibility for it as an overall, it's ultimately our event to deliver. We, you have well, previous, don't you? We have the ability, it's important that we have the ability to review what happened and identify where those issues were. Did you, now, did you review? The finger of pain. No, no, no. It's not pointing the okay. finger of pain, but that is providing people with clear yeah. and concise information about what truly happened. Did you review what happened with your Jackson's concert on the Isle of Man in 2014 and Tom Jones in July 2015 and August 2015? Okay, you're talking about two, uh, three different events, all of which Went tits happened. up. No, they didn't. Why well, well they one lost £100,000. Uh, the other I one you claimed you claimed um, that, that tickets hadn't uh, were being triple printed. And another one, there was awful, awful sound and people were very unhappy. Okay, would you like me to in, uh, address any of those claims? Well, I'm just point? wondering if you've learned any... How many more lessons do you need to learn before families can spend a right. £1,000 and not feel frightened that their children might be crushed or killed by a bomber? First of all, you have given incorrect information to your listenership. Second of all, I can tell by some of the comments that you made there, it has been from your friend, who I will not name, that, that you have received some of that information. All of this I, is freely available on Google. Was convicted all of this is on Google in the news order. stories. Look, Google news stories does not make it fact. No, but do you, you deny these I things happened? Sorry? Do you deny these things happened? I do indeed deny that some of that happened, yes. Wow, okay. So you've not learned it. Are well, you in the wrong wow. business, well, Lee? Not wow. No, I'm not, Ian. I'm wondering if you are, because your, ser your service is supposed to provide honest and transparent and reasonable interviews with, with people, and yet you are choosing to speak over me every time you answer a question, and every time I try and give an honest and frank okay. answer. Well, I apologise for that. I apologise. What do you apologise for? You've done it time and time again, Would Ian, you? I tell you what. We spoke, Ian, we spoke earlier in the day, yeah. and I said to you, did I not, I am more than happy to come on your show and give honest answers to well, your Well, I'm hoping that will happen at some point this evening. Would you like to speak to some of the people that were there? Oh, I certainly would. I'm, Trevor, I'm, I'm, Trevor, you 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 were at the festival. You're through to Leo Hanlon. Hi there. Hi. Hello, Trevor. How are you this evening? I'm not too bad. Trevor, what was your experience like? Um, from the moment I got there, after we spent an hour queuing, um, we got in. We didn't have any issues at the security. They seemed to scan the ticket correctly. We got in and thought, oh, this looks like a nice site. And I'll be honest, it was mm. nicely presented. The stages. I thought we were a bit small considering the, the sort of acts that we're on. It was all, all going well. We knew there was massive delays, which was um, obviously a bit of a nightmare. I was already worried that I'd missed Badly Drawn Boy when it turns out at that point we were already two hours behind with the acts. Mm. Very little information. That was the most frustrating thing. There was nothing on Facebook or Twitter to give an update. I mm. think we'd been in there maybe 45 minutes. Um, we went to the toilet, saw the massive queue. I said to my missus, I said, I'll go to the bar while you're at the toilets. Now, the toilets and the bar were either side 
of this one entrance exit where the bottlenecks were happening. I don't think I saw her for another hour after that. With both of us trying to get through the queues at a separate point, queues for the bar, queues for the toilet. That's when I thought, we've got a lot of people here. Would you like me to respond to Trevor? Yes, please, yeah. Hi, Trevor. Um, I think I know the theory that you're identifying. There were actually um, three three bars plus a cocktail and gin bar um, in the arena. There were numerous toilets in different positions around the arena. The main stage, I appreciate what you just said about the stages. The second stage was as big as you would see at any... Um, festival of that size the the main stage was almost the height of the world museum so i i have to admit i'm not quite sure about the comments on the stages um i i i'm very upset that the festival didn't pan out the way it should have for everyone i'm pleased to hear equally that your tickets were scanned properly uh by the team in place um is there anything that you would like me to specifically answer, Trevor? I mean, for me, ultimately, um, you say about the, the bars and the, the toilets. Mm. The main setup where the gates of the entrance led into the top bar, which led into the gap between the fields, which led into the toilet. Mm. Unless you went looking away from the main stages, I di- personally, I didn't see another bank of toilets all day. Okay, so they were... But I didn't see them. There was no signposts. Um, even the men's urinals behind the toilets weren't signposted. The only reason I knew they were there is because I saw somebody go in there, planning to basically we against a wall because they didn't want to queue. And then they come out and said, oh, there's urinals behind there. Right. Okay. Well, I, I can answer that. Um, events are run on, uh, there's sort of minimum delivery on events. Uh, that size and and that's contained in something called the purple guide what what i can advise you of the the for the for the attendees that were there there were far more toilets than the purple guide which is like the event manual a bible if you like advise on um and there there were other toilets around the site and there was signage for them um apologies if you didn't see them but i think it's important to to explain that Trevor, are you happy I with mean, that? I, I didn't. I didn't see any anywhere. At the top bank, there was maybe twenty-five um, portaloos and the urinals behind. Even if there was an equal number down the bottom end, um, that's still only fifty urinals for a potential twelve and a half thousand people. If I was in front of my computer now, Trevor, I'd be able to give you the exact number. And for the attendees that were in there, as I said, it was far in excess of the Purple Guide's recommendations. Trevor, thank you very much for that. Um, let's speak to Liam. Liam, you were there. What was your experience? It was just absolutely dreadful. Go on. Um, we got there at about half twelve, didn't get into the boat half one. Which day was this, Liam? This the Saturday? This was, on, this was the Saturday, yeah. yeah. Um, when we got in, like Trevor said, it was a, it was a lovely venue, beautifully set out. Hmm. Did seem a bit small for the for 12,000 people, but we thought, oh well, let's see how this goes. Got a drink, went fine, went to the front, met some, met some friends, and then Clay, it was Clay, only just came on as we as we got to the front. And that was about, I don't know, about three, no, sorry, about 1.30, nearly two o'clock. 
that's two hours late already. Then, obviously, they came off, and it was just taking so long for them to change over the set. Liam, I think you got your radio on. Switch it off if you can. Liam, that was one of the complaints from a lot of people, that there, there was... The, the turnover time between bands was so long that there was no way you were going to keep to schedule. Well, it, it, that wasn't that wasn't uh, the fault. issue. The turnover time wasn't the issue. Right. Um, if you recall, earlier in the con- in the conversation, I said to you that um, we we debate. Well, look, we basically agreed with the local authority that we were going to open the gates at eleven. Yes. And in and we were going to advertise them as noon. That the purpose of that was be, to be that if there was an early walk up um, of people with tickets that were ready there early. We were going to process them early and thus um, help with with any potential queues. Because the production management company, and I won't say his name again because you've asked me not to, didn't have the site ready on time, it meant that effectively we opened 50 minutes later than advertised and an hour and 50 minutes later than had been intended. And drop some of the acts. So, so, so. Well, I'll address all of that for you. That meant that in that time there was a huge build-up of a queue that we wouldn't have otherwise had. That was almost impossible to then um, deal with. Now, with it being a city centre as well, obviously people find it a lot easier to arrive quicker. So, what that meant was that from the outset, the the failings, as I perceive them, of the production management company, meant that we were always on the back foot. But it was, Lee, it was your intended... company that did it. It's, it you're you're no, it responsible for it. The company was Bravura. No, 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 but you're, you, 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 Hope and Glory Festival, you organised it. You were on Facebook saying, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm living my dream. This is great. Who's ready for it? You were the face of it when it was going well, but when it and was I'm going badly... Your, I'm on your show now. Pointing the finger... Yeah, I'm on your show now that it has Your hasn't. statement talks about finger. stolen sandwiches. No, it doesn't. It, you're being silly. And, it to- and, your and statement about talks that. about food that was given out. I think it was food. given to the homeless, you, wasn't it? Ian, Ian, you have, spoke, you have just thrown in sandwiches, haven't you? Food you know, stuff. You're, you're being petty. Should we read I'm it? Trying, can, can we answer? Give me the opportunity to answer the, the comments that your listener has utterly... You're the one that mentions a pint of milk. Them. You mention a pint of milk in your statement. Ian, you're not even letting you... The listeners have the answers to the questions they're asked. Well, we finish at one. Well, look, Ian, I've come on your show. I'm prepared to answer their questions. Please do me the courtesy of allowing me to do that. Liam, do you want your money back? I do, yeah. For, were, you there, were you there for both days? Well, Sunday never happened. Right, but but you had a ticket for Sunday. How, yeah. Lee, can you give Liam his money back? I will finish answer, I will finish answering the question that he asked, and then I will come on to that. Brilliant. Of course, what it meant was that those delays that the main stage started later. The time meant that um, the time that was lost was the best part of two hours in the end. That meant that of the top five acts, we had to shorten their sets to ensure that everybody saw as many of those acts as possible. The view that were the band fifth from top had their sets shortened. I got together, I, I dismissed the production manager and made him leave the site because it, the situation became so fe- severe in the failings. I got the top three tour managers 
uh, top three acts to managers together and said, look, gentlemen, this is the situation. It's not one I've ever experienced of one of the shows I've been involved with before. Let us all just talk sensibly and reasonably and decide how we're going to do that. Sadly, with four acts remaining at that juncture, I had to make a decision on which act to drop. Charlotte is the most Charlotte wonderful... Church. Yeah, Charlotte Church is Late Night Pop Dungeon is the most wonderful show that I'm sure would have thrilled the audience. And yet I had to make the decision. I had four acts left. Okay. How I does reduce the sets of three? How does Liam get a, one. How does Liam get a refund? The refunds depending on Give him I've his money. Go on. Tell you. He, he, give him his money. Go on. No, it's not give him his money. Go on. Lee, I'm sorry. 89 Lee. On the phone line now. Lee. Don't be silly. Here. 89 Let quid a pop. A Hang on a second, Lee. Just just rem- just take acknowledge what you said. 89 quid. 89 quid a ticket is not petty. Lee. Lee, you're rambling. You're rambling and you're slurring. Liam, shock jock doesn't mean anything. And don't be offensive about the speech of a person. Lee, you, you didn't slur this morning when I spoke to you. The what same, are you suggesting, Ian? I'm not suggesting anything. I'm suggesting you're suggesting? not. I'm suggesting you're not focused enough. Okay, saying I'm that. focused. I'm focused on the fact. Then give Liam his money back, Lee. Give him his money back. Oh, aren't you a ranter? This is give terrible. him his money back. You know, Ian. It's just as well I don't believe as you do, isn't it? Give him his money back, Lee. Ninety quid a ticket is not petty. No, but your behaviour is... Some people spent a thousand pounds coming to your festival that was a complete and utter balls-up. Pull your socks up, dude, and sort it out. Ian, stop acting like a shock jock. It's not impressive. No one's impressed by you pointing the finger. No, we've identified the blame, not pointing the finger. There is a difference and an important... You're embarrassing yourself, Lee. This is your chance to redeem yourself. Give Liam his money back. Bless you, Ian. You're, you're all about the ranting and shouting yourself and not allowing me to answer Give questions. Give Liam his money are. back. Oh, Ian, I think you see an opportunity to go down in folklore behaviour. I'll way, tell you what, Lee. Go. Lee, listen to this. This is how a gentleman behaves. Liam? Yes? I'll, if you stay on the line and speak to Kath, I'll get, I'll get you 90 quid, OK? It was, to be fair, it was two of them. It was a hundred and... I'm only giving you one of them! <laughs> Lee, well, Liam? Well, well said, Liam. Liam, uh, you stay on the line, I'll send you a cheque for 90 quid, all right? Out of my oh, own yeah, pocket. Because oh, I, I oh, know that 90 quid is a lot of money. Of course it is, and I utterly, utterly recognise that. I Offer to pay the other 90 quid, then. Offer to pay... OK, go on, then I'll go halves with you, then. No, 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 not halves with me. I'm paying 90, you pay 90. That's what I said, he just told you there were two people. Right, why the bloody That's hell am I paying for your mistakes, O'Hanlon? You, <laughs> it's not my mistakes, you're not interested. Ian, are you going to honour what you just said to that gentleman? Yeah, I will. yes I am, mate, because go. I'm a man of my then. word. I don't go I on Twitter and pretend I'm someone else. And neither do I. Liam, stay there, speak to Catherine, we'll get your details. Um, Aaron. Hi. Hey, Aaron, you were there, what, what was it like for you? Yeah, as soon as we rolled up, you could see it was total chaos from the queues outside. There was no information of what time bands were on or anything. And we were told to go to the box office because we needed to get a separate um, wristband because we needed to go in to and from this venue to drop our son off because we were coming back on a Sunday. So we got put into another queue. And then when we got there, we got thrown through two guys who were on the guest list. 
Sims would come to the box office window. It was Lee who'd come to the window. And the guy who was on the guest list, give his name, and he just, Lee just gave him a nod and didn't even bother looking to see if he was on the guest list. Put the wristband on them. I wouldn't have needed to, with some, in all fairness, because I I put the uh, guest list together, so I would have known some of the names. You didn't, they didn't even give you the names, because do you want to tell you why? Because the lad was with a girl, and the girl was going to buy a ticket, because she never had one. Well, you end up giving her a wristband without buying a ticket, because he just said he was on the guest list, and he put two of them in. Well, and we, we would have gone off no, our guest list. No, yeah, and then we had to speak to you to guide us to get wristbands to come back with our child. We asked you if you needed to scan our tickets, and you said no, and you didn't scan our tickets. The tickets were, there were scanners for all of the tickets there. Um, if you were bringing back your child, the reason you would have had a separate wristband to go in and out was that after Manchester, um, yeah, but our I decided was not, our not to allow re-entry, was, but to make them no different to anybody else's there. Right, we, we, what we decided to do was make wristbands for re-entry available to people that had young children, or for example, um, if they had a medical condition that meant they needed to occasionally return to their hotel. So that, that was an extra thing that we did for people that was meant to be um, an extra well, we service to enable to do that. We waited, we waited an extra half an hour in the queue to get a wristband that you said that we had to queue for, but then it was no other than any other different wristbands. No, and then we asked you if you need to scan our tickets because our tickets were on a phone and you said no, it's fine. So you, ne- you personally never scanned three tickets. I, I don't agree with that. That's not, so that's no, not safe, is it, Lee? No, that, that, that wouldn't be safe and I don't agree that that was the case. So Aaron's lying? I'm just saying I don't agree that would have been the case. So he's a liar? You, uh, you, no, you definitely did. And you give us our, we asked if we get our son's wristband because we come on the Saturday to make sure the venue is okay and be safe. Are you the, are you the gentleman the with, with, with the little one that was in the pushchair outside? No. We no. didn't bring our son on the Saturday. We, me, and me, me and my girlfriend come on the Saturday to do a recce of it to make sure it was okay. And then we were mm. going to bring them back on the Sunday. So we asked oh. you at the window, could we have a wristband for our son because we don't want to have to queue up again to bring him on the Sunday. To which you give us the kids' wristband, give us our wristband, and then we said, do you want to scan our ticket? And you went, no, it's fine. I, I, look, and our wristband was just the same as everybody else's wristband. There was no I, difference. I, I'm not sure what point is being made, but... Th- th- it was unsafe and you were allowing people in without looking uh, at their yeah, tickets. Was, not as soon as I walked in, I knew the place wasn't safe. He's saying there was a ramp meant to go in. There was no chance a ramp could have went anywhere. The ramp, there was a no chance there was a ramp going able to go on that wall. Oh, no, no, that that is incorrect, Ian. What we would I have thought said, it might be, Lee. I had a feeling it no, might be. Just, was, well, let, let me I'm give you I've been a lot of festivals, and yeah. I've seen, as soon as I walked in, as soon as yeah. I walked in, I could see the way the main stage was set up, the way the bar wasn't at all. I could say to mm-hmm. my partner, I said to her, I went, do you remember? Do you this. remember the layout near to the main stage? Is it Aaron's fault? No, no, I'm asking Aaron, does he... No, but is it, is it his fault? Is it, is it, is it the cab driver? I can draw it for you perfectly. I okay, fantastic. So, so, so let me... Let me is just it the bloke selling that. chips' his fault? Whose fault is it this time, Lee? Ian, this is not about anybody's fault. I think you're being ridiculous and petty. I think, I, think you're being, I think you're being um, um, very I, rude I, to people me, that have spent a lot of money on a weekend you balls up. No, I have rude to anyone. I've utter sympathy with everybody that went there that had a less than fantastic time. How much money did you raise for the victims of the Manchester bomb? At this point, with the cancellation of, uh, of the festival, the festival would run at a loss. 
we decided straight after the Manchester um, incident that we would donate all the ticket profits from the inaugural festival to the Manchester Fund. Inaugural. Now, now, we announced that prior to the announcement of the One Love concert, even. Yes. So, please, let's not get into anything. We are devastated. Well, hang on a we're minute. We're a bit upset. Hang on, we're devastated. Not a bit upset. So are the families that spent £1,000 and felt their children were unsafe. Of, of course, and how awful is that? So, right? just to clarify, exactly how much money from the ticket sales went to is going towards the manchester victims at present i couldn't tell you what i expect to be the case zero is there aren't profits from the ticket zero. sales yes i do, i do expect that to be the case what i what i can tell you is that there was every intention to get give every every penny well where is the, the money then lee because sales. you're not giving refunds and you're not giving the money to the victims of the manchester bomb attacks i'm just wondering where the money yeah. is Really? You'd be that adrift, Ian, of I can't follow... That. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm not a business mind like yourself. So tell me, where is the money? Well, let me tell you something, Ian. When you put on an event of that size... Let me, or let me ask you a question. You're full of questions for me. And you, you don't listen to your answers, and I will listen to yours. When you put on an event of that size, with artists of that level... In the city centre, how much do you think it costs to put on a festival of that size? Lee, I'm not a festival organiser. Neither are you, no, it no. would appear, but... I, <laughs> oh, I'm terminating the call because I'm not... Sorry? I have come on... Do you, say hello to Sean. Sean, you were there, weren't you, Sean? Ian, oh, I'm going yeah, to terminate... Lee, speak so to Sean. Sean a moment. Give, so give me Sean a moment because I would like to answer any question you have. Mm. The problem we have on this call at the moment, and I have been on the Where radio... Where is the 45, money? 45 minutes... All we have is a shock jock that wants where to know where is the money. Where is the money? I even anticipated. Well, because the money was supposed to go to the Manchester victims, and it's not. It's not going back to the people who had their, their weekends ruined. So where answer, is the money? You? You're not allowing me to answer. You're going to let me give a full and The question answer. is, where is the money? He let's hear your answer. The que right, the answer to the question, where there is the money, is that it costs a fortune to put on a show at that level. We promised and committed that we would donate to the Manchester Fund every penny of ticket profit sales. At the moment, I don't think there will be profit sales because of the cancellation of the second day of the festival. But you're not refunding I people. I think the festival will be the loss. You're making an assumption that we are not... Refund well, you've people. said that you're we not going to refund no, people. No, I have not. Well, you, you're, you're sending... No, I have not. You're sending them to the ticket you sources. Know, Ian, all you're proving, that you and your friend Joel Young, that you was convicted for harassment for Lee, five years restraining order against us. Lee, I... All you're proving... Okay, that Lee. You are, you are embellishing upon that. No, not at all, now, Lee. you have not allowed me to answer your questions once. Lee, There's you've had 45 minutes. I have. And Say hello to Sean, who was there. After 45 minutes, not a single question Say, do not interrupt All right, the answer. Answer, Sean, answer Sean's question. Sean, what was your Hi, experience Sean. like? Sean, um, thank you for coming on this show, and I hope I can give you your answers to your questions. Hi, Lee. How, how are you doing? You okay? I've had better days, of course, Sean. I hope, I hope you have too. I can imagine so. Um, so, just a couple of things to pick up on in terms of the, the capacity and the ticketing, really. Um, cool. I don't know what your feedback's been, but our experience on the day was that entering the venue, um, we were in a small party of six. Um, mm. Some of that party, their tickets didn't actually scan. We were told by security they'd already been used. Um, 
at which point they were granted entry anyway and asked whether they were there for a day or for two. So that's that's two people at a small party who, mm. as far as your security were aware, have a valid ticket and were then asked if they were staying for one day or for two. Can I ask you, Sean, um, who was the ticket company that you purchased your tickets through? Does it matter? Uh, it, it, uh, it, it, yeah, it's their fault, Sean. I'll, I'll tell you. N- behave, please, They Ian. probably got Be the mac sure. and the sandwiches as well. Ian, would you like to take the opportunity at last, after 45 minutes, to be mature and not interrupt? I apologise, Mr Hanlon. You apologise a lot, but you keep doing it. Um, Sean, the reason I would say that it matters is that you've just told me that two of their tickets wouldn't scan. Now, my understanding is that when tickets won't scan, that's generally because they've already been used. If there was an issue with the ticket scanning, I would want to address that directly with the ticketing company concerned. But I think that's kind of the point, that if if there was an issue, and the perception from the security point of view was that the tickets Mm -hmm. had been used, surely those... Am I with the security that you're in? I, I, yeah. Look, Sean, I, I, I agree with you on that. I'm not complaining, because I answered, but my, my point is that... No, of course, but I, I agree with you that... Mm. You couldn't possibly have known how many people were in the venue, and if they were then given wristbands by asking whether you're there for a day or two, you would have, have had no way of knowing how many people were going to be there on Sunday. I agree, Sean, and I, it's not before Ian suggested pointing the finger at someone else. I, I would really love to know who the ticketing company was so I can say to the, ask them if there was any issues with the scanning and equally go back to the security company and ask them if they will verify to me. There were issues, were weren't there, at one of the Tom... Hang on a second, Sean. There were issues at one of the Tom Jones concerts with tickets being printed talking, by one right. of the venues, weren't they? You're, talk, you're talking about a different... That's company. a coincidence, isn't it? You're talking about a different show. You're also talking about a... Theatre company, not a, a major ticketing company, and the mate. The, the, look, let's be of no mistake here. We had major ticketing companies, and what Sean is say is identifying is that there may have been an issue. Okay. What what we also have in place, though, and I think this is important to note, is that rather than just the tickets, there there are people available on click. We actually had one of the senior managers of one of the major ticketing companies assisting on those gates and overseeing everything. So this this wasn't just festival staff, and that's why I was keen to know okay. which company there was an issue with. Because I, I think Sean's made a, a, an important point. Okay. Um, just w- what, what extra costs will you incur as a result of cancelling Sunday? Well, I'll give you an example. Um, all of the artists alone will still get paid. Yeah, what, what, sorry, what extra costs will you incur? Those costs were the, those costs, the costs of paying for the artists were already there. What extra costs will you incur? I just wonder, because you said there won't be any profit to give to the Manchester victims. Yeah, so I I can give you an answer. What, the extra costs we will incur is that, for example, on the Sunday there will have been no walk-up tickets, of which Liverpool as a city has massive sales of walk-up. There would, there were many, well, there were probably in excess of a thousand that I um, personally walked the line and turned away on the Saturday because I didn't want to sell any more on the day sales. Oh, I thought you dis- I thought you, because uh, this is on the Saturday, because on the Sunday you, you so kind of disappeared, didn't tickets. you? 
No, I didn't at all. I I was with the police. Uh, oh. Because I, I spoke to the city council and they told me that you, you'd kind of disappeared. I, then the city, who at the city council? Oh, I'm, oh because, I cannot reveal my sources, sir, but oh, I spoke okay. to someone. Then your sources are incorrect. Because okay, thank you for clearing that up. I was in conversation with Zoe Rupert. I was in conversation. I saw her out at the gate, Angie Redhead. I um, was with uh, a sergeant of the police and then ch- two chief inspectors from the police. Well, they're not the council. I was with. Okay. L- L- listen. Council, but I think you'll agree. Yes. The police in that, in that scenario okay. are f- far better. And I was also with Julie Orr from the World Museum. Okay. Where we were, where we were looking at the situation Names. on top of their steps. All right, Lee. Listen, you, you, you came on, and I, I appreciate you okay. came on. Okay. And okay. I know we've locked horns, but I hope you understand why I've had to do that. Because a lot of people look, are out of pocket. Look, of course. Of course, Ian, I understand why you have to do that. I didn't appreciate you interrupting every answer I apologise, I, I apologise. And I've tried, I've tried honestly. There are many people that might have hung up after 15 minutes. No, I know, and I appreciate that you I stuck didn't. around. And I appreciate that you came on when you didn't have to, Lee, and I genuinely appreciate that. And, um, and, and, you know, from the bottom of my heart, to everybody that attended, I am desperately sad that it turned out the way it did. It's not how we do things, and we're not looking to point the finger. We accept full responsibility, but where other parties are to blame for the failures that have been uh, have been there, then it is important that your listeners understand those and understand the differentiation between Late, the, the issues. That we have to go because we're against time. What your, your Twitter feed? What's the Twitter feed so that people can follow you and find out exactly what's happening? Uh, at Hope and Glory Fez. All right. Listen, I appreciate your time, mate. Thank you very much. Good luck sorting it all Pleasure. out. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far-out trip into the twilight zone of late-night radio with Ian Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. If you were there, and by the way, if you had a great time, we want to hear it. I, I, I just want to clear up one thing that was raised in that conversation that both Lee and I understood and you might not have done. Um, he, he mentioned that um, uh, 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 I got a lot of my information from a friend of mine. Uh, he gave out a name, which I'm not prepared to do, um, and that 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 person has been um, uh, arrested and, and found guilty of, of stalking. Um, when I, Catherine and I went on Twitter and Facebook to find people who'd been to this event... Um, Loads of people got in touch. One gentleman got in touch and said, um, I um, can talk to you about this gentleman, but full disclosure, um, I was found guilty of harassing him. And I replied to him, I said, um, I really appreciate you being completely honest with me. And I've got the emails. I said, I really appreciate you being completely honest with me because of what you've just told me. I'm not going to be able to talk to you about this anymore and we've got loads of other people getting in touch so thank you very much um but i i i, I can't en- engage in a conversation with you and and the person wrote back going fair enough i appreciate that that so just to put that to rest if anyone thought i was getting information um from from uh, people who have been involved in legal cases as far as i'm aware i certainly was and all of the information i was i was uh, 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 quoting there uh, some of it was was posted up on facebook pages um and and um there's this great thing i found this great thing um 
uh, which it's called Google, and you type in names and things, and and stuff comes up. It's incredible. But 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 if you were there, that's great. Uh, you know, and we've got. I, I see that we've got some people that were there. Also, here's the thing: I don't want it to be, and it maybe it became a little bit towards the end there. Loads of people are going. Well, this is going to reflect badly on on Liverpool and and uh, us as Liverpudlians. And um, au contraire, au contraire, Liverpool. Um, if anything, you came out of it. Absolutely smelling of roses, because um, it's like we heard Charlotte Church got um, got her set cancelled. The bands that were supposed to play on Sunday got their sets cancelled, and loads and loads and loads of um, venues and bars and rooms reached out to those artists and said, "I tell you what." If you can get... I don't know if this is how it worked. This is how the conversation went in my head. If you can get here in a couple of hours, you can come and do a set of hours, and we'll let everyone in who's got a wristband. Stuff like... Hey, what am I talking about? I don't know how this uh, these kind of things happen. So let's speak to one of those people that that, that um, helped um, show why Liverpool is one of the greatest cities in the world. Um, let's speak to... Uh, it's Jules. Hello, Jules. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, man. Now, t- tell me, um, th- you, which club are you with? I run a night called Liquidation, which is every Saturday, Liverpool. It's been Liverpool's longest-running weekly club night. And you um, you um, rescued Charlotte Church. Yeah, we, we I'd messaged her in the week to see if she could DJ afterwards, and then <laughs> we didn't get any joy. I, I, I got in from the shops, and she put out on Twitter, anyone help us out with a, with a set? And I, I messaged back, comment, please, first refusal, give me 10 minutes, and we had it boxed off with a sound person arriving, and within an hour and a half, they were sound checking. Isn't that, so it was like that then? I, I was kind of making it up, but no, you did it no, like that. Literally like that. Five tweets, five DMs, <laughs> and we, we had a gig. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Good for her, and good for you. Um, yeah, how, she what, was great. I, I, listen, I, I've, I've, only, <laughs> I've only been to Liverpool a few times, and I, and I, did, the, I did the Beatles thing. Sorry, guys. Um, d- t- okay. Tell us about liquidation. Where is it? How many, kind of pe- how many people does it hold? It's, it's about 500 people every Saturday. It's been running for 24 years. It's in a, in a basement called EBGB's. Yeah. And it's, it's actually been refit out as a dungeon. So the band walked in, late night pop dungeon walked in, and were like, wow, an actual dungeon. <laughs> and it, 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 it was perfect. And they, they sound checked. Had a bottle of Prosecco, had a crate of IPA, and away we went. And then, uh, what, you just tweeted, we've, if you're missing Charlotte Church, we've got her. Come, how did, how, who did you let in? So we, everyone that came that had a hope of glory wristband obviously got in for free. It was, you know, front of the queue, make sure everyone's safe. And then we're, we're only £3 in anyway, so anyone else that wanted to come down got a, got a show for £3. Hey, man, that's brilliant. That Twitter is... was the star this weekend. It was great. That is absolutely um, uh, uh, brilliant. And this was this was one of the things that kept me hooked on Twitter over the weekend, was was watching the, the, the Twitter meltdown of, you know, of, of that Twitter feed. But then also seeing people like yourself, and uh, we've got a couple of other places as well, that, 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 that invited the bands on. I saw the Lightning Seeds were off to go and play somewhere else. The Lightning Seeds played just down the road on, on Sunday. There was a massive queue, sort of hundreds of yards down the road for <laughs> them. And they, they played with Clean Cut Kid. I've, I've seen um, the Olympia have announced that people get, can go to Toots and the Motels tomorrow with a ticket. First come, first serve. 
Um, so yeah, I think people have stepped up. It's been great. It's been, it's been really, really positive from what could have been a lot worse. And I'm glad people have seen Liverpool for what I, it can do. And I've I've seen loads of people on uh, on line, uh, Jules, who said, and I have. Well, I'm saying I'm quoting a thousand pounds. That's not an exaggeration. I've, we've spoken to a family, and it was with mum and a dad and two kids, and with the travel, uh, with with the petrol, the tickets, and the hotel, they spent a grand. You know, so that's that is that is a lot of money. You know, he, and ni- <laughs> yeah, ninety no, quid is a lot of money. It's the biggest place. I mean, there were bars offering cheap treat drink deals. You know, everyone's going. Twelve thousand people. Let's help them out. Um, it is. Um, it is. It is wonderful that so many people pull together. Uh, Jules, give 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 it a plug, okay? If anyone, guys, if you're going to Liverpool, and it, it is one of the best places in the world. I want to do a week in Liverpool soon. We need, we want to do a week of shows. Yeah, hey, come and see us. Jules, I can talk about you doing a DJ set, man, if you want. Well, I don't know about that. My music, I don't think, will go down too well in a dungeon. But maybe we can come and do the radio show from there. That's, uh, that sounds like a great idea. If, if anyone's visiting Liverpool, it's, it's every Saturday. If you're a tourist, if you're a new student, and you're good people, come and see us on a Saturday in the rock and roll, disco, pop, and it's just it's just a big party. Can I ask one question completely off topic, Jules, if you don't mind? Of course. Do you guys get sick of the Beatles? Uh, they're, they're one of the best bands in the world, aren't they? <laughs> You, there was a hesitation there, though. I've, I've got every single one of their albums up to one. <laughs> Jules, listen, mate. Well done. Well done for being such a good person. And, and I'm, I'm go- what was what was the concert like? Was she good? She was. She was amazing. She played sort of Radiohead songs, Sabbath, Talking Heads, Amory, Radio, uh, Michael Jackson, Prince, Edwin Starr. It was. It was out of this world. Have a look online. There's clips on. Liquidation Liverpool on Facebook. Brilliant. And Liquidation loves you on Twitter. Jules, brilliant. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. We can go to um, another venue that helped out. Um, it's Dan Murphy, who's the owner of Berry and Rye. Where's, where's Berry and Rye, Dan? It's just a tiny little place on Berry Street, Ian. Don't, hang on, don't, don't do yourself down. How, how tiny is it? We fill up 48 bums. <laughs> oh, it's tiny. It's proper tiny. Yeah, pretty- what, how, how did you get involved at the weekend? Well, I've been on the Saturday, and it was a bit of a shit show. Yeah. Uh, sorry for the, the language. That's all right. No, I, I think that's appropriate in this instance. Okay, it was a shit show, Ian. Yes. And, um, and so, I, you know, I've seen it firsthand, and then the Sunday, just the reaction from the organisers was terrible. And people don't think it's a guy from Wales who's based in Litchfield who's yeah. cancelling the show. They think this is a Liverpool event getting cancelled. Yeah. This is my first time in Liverpool. I spent a grand getting here. What the, you know, and rightly so. So that's not the story we want people to know about Liverpool. And I, I just felt it, it just needed to be changed, really. So we just chucked some hospitality exchange group. We said, hey, we're going to offer a few free drinks or, or cheaper drinks with our bars. But it would be a better gesture if everybody did it. And, and everybody's response was phenomenal. Wow. So you started it. You, 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 you started the, you know, this is, this is rubbish, but we, let, let's see if we can make the town a bit cheerier. Well, we just lift the flame, do you know what I mean? I'm sure plenty of people were thinking it, thinking it, but I was kind of on Twitter at the time when I saw what was going down and it was dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. you know, they were adding insult to injury really. And it was, as you said, you just said yourself, people have spent a grand you're sat there in a hotel room, yeah. possibly turned da- turned away on a Saturday, thinking, right, we'll make up for it today, it'll be fine. They've announced that the festival's going on. Um, oh, no, wait, no festival today. Done. Um, 
And how quickly did other other uh, you know um, uh, bars and clubs and venues start d- d- picking up where you you started? Was it was it quite quick? It was instant. Yeah, and it started with the independence. You know, there was a bar called Gin and Juice. Replied straight away. They'd been open a month, two months. Yeah, and then it it, it went from there. Heebie-jeebies got involved again. Salt Dog Slims were offering free hot dogs. All of our venues were doing cheaper drinks, and it was just. It was just phenomenal, but it all, it really was independent, you know. And yeah. Liverpool's got a great independent heart at the moment. Yeah. It was just, pr- it was phenomenal to see, really. It was really, really cool. Um, it, it, it is brilliant. And it's one of those cliches, isn't it, that, 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 you know, people in Liverpool and people in Manchester, they're, they're always nicer and friendlier than people in London. But this is, this is the, 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 the way it spread. I mean, we heard there about Charlotte Church getting put on uh, it, it, two hours notice. Um, that, that is incredible. That's an incredible attitude. And, and, and I, I don't know, is it, is it just a Liverpool thing? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't, I don't say that. It's just about understanding somebody's plight, isn't it? It's about being able to empathise in a situation. And, yeah. You know, um, when I think when something goes wrong, you know, people just want recognition of the problem, at, at least, which the, the organisers didn't do, and someone yeah. to take organ- ownership of the a solution at best. And I think maybe when you've got a bunch of independent operators, they're all solutions people. Yeah. And, and you know, they love their city. That's why they're here. Yeah. They love being in business. That's why they're here. They're not necessarily asked about being making money. They just want to create great things. And this was a chance to create something great, and, and we did. You know, it was cool. It was really cool. You did, and and um, uh, you, you, you guys, you Dan, and, and and everyone else that's done this has turned the story around because it could have been. It, there could have been a lot of people coming away going, "Ah, oh, Liverpool. I'm, I ain't going back there." But I, 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 if you go on the Facebook groups and if you go on Twitter, for most people. Um, it's totally turned it around, and they came away going, well, you know, it got cancelled, we wasted a lot of money, but we actually had a really good time, and we saw bits of the city that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah, and that was great, because there were so many different areas that were offering loads of things, and because there's hotels everywhere, hopefully people got to see things close to them that, they, as you say, they'd never would yeah. have seen before, you know, which was, uh, which was great. But I've got to say as well, though, that the lightning seeds were just... Epic, and <laughs> more bands didn't follow suit. You know, Zanzibar got involved straight away. Yeah, said, "Hey, come and play here." Brilliant. And I know for a fact that they wanted to play a second set. <laughs> I mean, I was outside when the queue was there. It was wow. It was longer than them. Hope and glory on that. Oh day. man, Dan, listen, you're a good man. It's uh, the uh, Berry and Rye on Berry Street in Liverpool. Dan Murphy, thanks so much, man. Pleasure, dude. Cheers, Dan. There we go. There we go. Let's um, let's take one more of these, and then we'll. Um, I'm enjoying this. You see, it would have been so easy just to have gone well, and that was a that was a crap weekend. Anyway, moving on. But I, I, I think it's really important uh, that w- w- we celebrate the fact that the you know these bars, these people that run these bars, that the acts pull together and, and still manage to put on a show despite the the, the cock ups elsewhere. Um, let's go to Stefan Price. Hello, Stefan. Hi, and you okay? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, Alma de Cuba, what, how, how did you help out? So, yeah, we manage social media for the whole of Alma de Cuba, and um, we're Liverpool's oldest Catholic church, and we're now one of the top bar and restaurants. So, my job, day in, day out, is to look through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, see what's happening. Uh, <laughs> I, bet you, had a, I bet you had a field day <laughs> at the weekend seeing that coming Just up. Me. It, trust me, it was a day that uh, that'll stay in my mind forever. Um, so, I woke up early on Sunday and noticed that this big catastrophe has happened. Um, this 
festival that had, was supposed to be amazing was cancelled. Mm. So the first thing I thought is, well, what can we do? So I got on the phone to our uh, bar manager, Gary, and he said, well, you know, we can't, you know, we might not be able to do anything big, but what we can do, we can invite people through our doors. Let's give them, let's give them two for one cocktails. Let's give them four beers for a tenner. Let's just give them a really good Liverpool sort of welcome. Beautiful. Um, and when you walk into our venue, it's literally just stunning. It's you, you say you're standing in front of the church, oh, wow. um, church altar. And we had tweets all throughout the day saying we'd turn the day around and that our staff were so friendly. And it just shows that the power of social media and the yeah. power of Liverpool together was just was just phenomenal. Really. That's the thing, isn't it? You, you think back even ten years, and if something like this had happened, um, people would have would have got the train or would have got in their cars and they would have headed off home. But but now that everyone's got the internet in their pocket and Twitter and Facebook, um, it, it's so easy to to for people like you to reach out to people who are who are stranded. Yeah, definitely. It literally took us about 15 minutes and all of a sudden we had people coming through our doors. We had retweets, we had messages of support um, and we literally just turned people's day around. Maybe if that was 10 or it was 100, we don't know the exact number, yeah. but, you know, as long as that, you know, people went away from our city thinking, actually, these are a good bunch of guys. Yeah. Um, and like Berry and Ray and the rest of the bars, we it was not a competition. Yeah. Everybody was retweeting each other and everyone was getting involved. And it was like sort of we'd created our own little online bubble and showed the world that, you know what, Liverpool is the place to be today. You know, it didn't seem like a festival just being cancelled. Um, so it was just a really weird atmosphere. And then coming in this morning, obviously seeing the the, the aftermath of it all, it was just great to see. Uh, great to see everyone's faces and photos Stephen, and stuff. Stefan, you're a good man. Um, the Alma de Cuba, where, whereabouts is it in Liverpool? People are coming up like sure. the... Go on. Yeah, we're based on a Seal Street, um, around the corner from most of the bars and restaurants. And Wicked. to be honest, we have entertainment for everybody. So, yeah, it was a great day. Nice one, Stefan. Well, d- well done. Thanks for coming on and well done for doing it. Thank you very much. Have a nice evening. Cheers, mate. Take care. Well, everyone's been so nice. Everyone's been so nice. Um, Abigail and, and Claire, I can see you there. I can see you've been waiting for a while. I'll, I've got to do a break and then I'll get to you. But I just thought it was important that we um, uh, we spent um, a bit of time focusing on the positive. And I, I think you'll understand why. 0344 499 is the telephone number. I think it's the first time I've said that all evening. This is The Late Night Alternative. Hello, I'm Ian Lee. You're listening to Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, the Hope and Glory Festival um, was happening at Liverpool. I was on it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We just talked about Twitter there, right? Here's the thing. The, the way I found out about this story is um, I looked at the Twitter moments. You know, it gives you the news stories. And it said something like Festival Council. And so I clicked on it. And I flicked through. Right. And I would have thought nothing more of it if I hadn't seen someone, Leo Hanlon says it wasn't him, let's take him at his word for it, but someone using the Hope and Glory Festival Twitter feed having a go at the lead singer from James, Tim Booth. I've met Tim Booth, he's a very nice, softly spoken gentleman, right? This was 15 years ago. He may have, he may become a, a, a loud, shouty man now. I don't know. But there was one tweet, and it was just having a go at Tim Booth. And I thought, right, that's not going to go down well. That is that is not how you deal with a situation like that. And that and if, if I hadn't have seen that tweet, do you know what? I don't know if I'd have 
followed the story along and 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 um I phoned Kath up yesterday afternoon and said Kath I think I've, I think I found something that might be worth having a look at can you do a little dig around and then we, as, as we dug deeper we saw you know the the, 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 the the let's say hundreds of um upset and unhappy people um the uh the drama that was unfolding on Twitter um, in terms of, of, um, you know, punters being shouted at and bands being shouted at. And then we also saw the good side. And, and, and again, I'm going to say this hats off to the Liverpool Echo because uh, I'm a big fan of local papers. My, um, family always think I'm, uh, um, a very strange man because I, 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 when we, when we go somewhere else in the country, I'll buy a local paper. Now, quite often, a lot of local papers, it's just adverts for cars and stuff, but I, I like reading a local paper. I want to know about the lollipop lady who, um, uh, saved a cat. I want to know, I, I, you know, I like all that stuff, and, and um, local papers are dying off, just as uh, uh, real papers are dying off. So go out and support your Liverpool Echo, guys, and your local papers. Right, 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 we've got some festival goers, and they've been waiting for absolutely ages. Abigail, I'm, I don't know if this wait was as long as it was for you at the weekend. You went to the festival, what, what happened for you? What was your experience? Um, well, me and my husband attend with our four-year-old daughter. Um, the festival is advertised as very family-friendly. Can, can, yeah, let me just interrupt for a second, because I, I, and I didn't really make that point clear enough when I was talking to Lee. This was a big thing for a lot of people, is that it was it was family-friendly, and, and, you know, kids were actively welcome, weren't they? Yeah, we were, pro- they were promised circus skills and entertainment for the children, and I thought, oh, she loves music, let's yeah. go along. yeah. Um, now, the queue itself outside, yes, they opened 45 minutes late, but we thought these things happen. That happens, yep. Yeah, and once we got in, actually, we were one of the lucky early ones to get in, and it was it was a lovely venue, like, it was, there was green areas, and you could sit down, but then that very quickly changed, and there was just people piling in, and, I mean, the queues... You do expect a queue, but you don't expect a queue for over an hour for a drink. They promised that you could pay on card, but then they weren't accepting card payments, but they wouldn't let you out to get cash. Oh, God. So that became an issue for a lot of people. But more than that, it was the safety. I really felt worried for my little girl. There was that bottleneck what, was it was it the crushing that you were worried about yeah I, at one point i had to we were trying to get through to a quieter area and i had to literally scoop her up under my arm and hold her high up oh god because and then only at that point did a member of security actually and god bless whoever this man was he spotted us and started yelling small child coming through oh good for out him. of the way but that yeah. was that was quite scary for our daughter, she was quite shaken up by that, being surrounded by these adults. Yeah. There was adults climbing over the fences, and it was just not very safe, and kind of that escalated from then onwards, really. So did you, you this was on the, obviously on the Saturday, because it didn't happen on the Sunday. Did yeah. you, how long did you stick around for, Abigail? Um, well, we'd booked a hotel. We had three nice accommodations, so we, we kind of left, um quite late evening on that Saturday and we stuck it out because um, actually I, I don't think we would have got out very quickly Yeah. Um, but then it was all actually just a bit uncertain from the next morning we were waiting to find out do we get a taxi into the centre do we not 
there was just a lot of uncertainty and then to see three words posted saying no festival today it was like oh right is that it it was just it kind of left you feeling very deflated and after spending a lot of money that actually you didn't mean anything as um as announcements go, that that um, you know the event that you've spent a lot of money on and you you, you, you have been cancelled. It's, it's a pretty lousy one, isn't it? Yeah, three three words. Even no, with deep regret or no apology. There's and we hadn't travelled the furthest. Yeah. There's people who travelled even further than us, and it just meant. I don't know, it was just really badly handled and kind of, I think, added to a lot of people's fury that there wasn't even a decent kind of communication. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's funny, we're talking to, to the bars and the, the, the restaurants there who seem to be able to communicate with people Perfectly well. better than... Uh, how, how's the little girl now? Is she all right? Because th- th- yeah, those things I can mean, leave quite an impact, can't they? Yeah, and and we kind of the next day, with it being cancelled, I think a trip to the Bay Factory solved everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old bribery. <laughs> Make it, making your own teddy bear, yes. <laughs> and I think, going back to what you were just saying with the previous callers, Liverpool did turn it around as a city. We saw a lot of Liverpool and it was a lovely day. Yeah. Wasn't the day we had planned, but Liverpool turned that on its head and they did make it a positive for people that Brilliant. were left disappointed. Brilliant. Um, well, I hope it doesn't put you off going to festivals, because I've not been to a festival with my boys yet. My boys are seven and five. But I take them to lots of concerts, and there's just something wonderful about listening to, dancing to the bands that I danced to when I was 15, 16, 17, with yeah, my boys. Definitely. And it's, 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 it's such a thrill, isn't it? Yes, um, we might wait a few years to get over it and then <laughs> take her again. <laughs> She'll be a little raver when she's older. Yeah, Abigail, totally. I'm glad you made the best of it, and thanks so much for sharing your story tonight. No, thank you. Oh, so, so I just cut, cut her off quickly. That was me. Sorry, Abigail. Don't take it personally. I've got fat fingers. I do apologise. Um, Claire. Good evening, Claire. Evening, Ian. How, uh, how was your weekend? Well, um, like you say, it was very uh, shambles. <laughs> Go on. Um, listening to the, let me just say about, I've, I've got some feedback actually, if you can change on, um, you know, listening to you. Yeah. And just get rid of that and then I can hear you. Get rid of that. Me. Have you got yeah. rid of that? Turn the radio <laughs> yeah. off. Oh, it's off, it's off. Okay. It's on my iPad, right, yeah. No You're problem. Um, yeah, we, I live locally, um, so we've been watching on Twitter the, the, the delays that were happening outside the, uh, the, the venue. Yeah. So we decided to leave it till about six o'clock to get there because we, we thought there's no point standing in, in a queue for a couple of hours. Um, when we were on the train, we could see that the, um, the, the police were turning people away and we thought, we're not even going to get in here. So we thought, well, we'll go and see and then if not, we'll just go for something to eat and come home. And yeah. um, when, when we got there, there was a few security and they let us in. They, they did look at our tickets. But they were letting people out as well, and people were coming back in with crates of beer. So it's like, you know, obviously it was like a free flow at that point. When we walked in, there was a, we were hit with a bottleneck where the beer uh, was being sold, and then there was the queue for the toilet. And this was by the entrance, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it yeah, because I'm trying to get the picture in my head, and, and, and loads of people have said that it was, it was as soon as you got, you queued to get in, and then once you got in, you were kind of stuck again. Yeah, it was, it was literally, you hit the you hit the, the, the queue. So whereas we hadn't got a queue to get in, we, we, we like kind of walked straight in. It was like you then hit with this big queue 
and then this bottleneck where you went between stages. So the, the main stage was where the, the biggest queue was with the toilets and the bar, which was just poorly planned out. Yeah. And then, obviously, as you walked through the like a very small, na- narrow walkway, which they had tried to make into a one-way system, um, it quietened out in that area, and that's where there was like more food, and like well, that's where you get food from. And there was, was another bar down there. Um, to what Lee had said before, there was no other toilets on that site. I mean, the, the toilets that were there were not sufficient for the amount of people that were on there. Um, we made the decision then at about six o'clock, get something to eat, and then we'll go back down by the main bar at the main stage because we wanted to watch James. So we thought we'll go and get like a, a decent spot. But the there was like three we were fenced in basically, and mm. I think what we're really fortunate about is there wasn't any disaster because Lee is really fortunate that there wasn't anything any serious incidents because I said to my son when we sort of stood front and to the right and by and I sort of said if anything happens here we're going that way towards the right and that's where we're going to go. Wow! You shouldn't have to go to a festival. No. I think where where am I going to go for safety? Good. Um, and I also had a bag which again I opened and they just a bit of a cursory glance into the bag and nothing like proper check and you think after Manchester you know it, it was shambolic and all I think is that what really frustrates me with Lee if he's such a professional person is the way that he then ranted on Twitter yesterday and then how he, he calls out Tim Booth obviously saying that you know he you know because obviously he was saying about how, how much of a shambles it was and then he's arguing with him saying no it wasn't and then tonight he's saying it wasn't me it was one of my junior well, team that's Lee, on Twitter Lee is, Lee is I mean, for those who Lee is saying that that wasn't him on on Twitter yesterday, yeah. and uh, I do you know? I I personally I don't believe it, but I, you yeah. know I don't want to call the gentleman a liar, so I'm well, I'm going to take I, him I, at his like, word on that. But yeah, it was that was I'd terrible. Like, I'd like to see what he does with the refunds because after after listening to him on your show tonight, and he couldn't seem to answer that question. I, I mean, I only bought a day ticket and I stayed till the end. So at the end of the day, I got to see the band I wanted to see. I mean, and you know, did James cut their set short? Yes, I, I mean, thought and that, so. The, the annoy- because we we tweeted. I mean, obviously, I, I, I'm a bit of an obsessive James fan. I tweeted Uh-oh. like that Tim Booth, and he'd said uh, on a reply that they were planning still to come on at nine o'clock, and they were doing an hour and a half set because the curfew was half ten. Right. Um, but Razorlight didn't finish till ha- didn't come on till half eight. Oh. So you know at that point that they're not going to come on at nine o'clock. Yeah. James came on at about quarter to ten, and within twenty five minutes they were told they had to cut their set short. So they weren't happy. Um, and then obviously they finished just before 11 o'clock. So, I mean, like you say, for a headline that, to having to cut their set, I mean, and, and earlier on, obviously we could see from all the Twitter that everything was running behind. I mean, poor Charlotte Church just got caught, like, caught, caught and nobody got told anything. She just got caught from the set list. Um, you know, it, it's just absolutely disgrace, and I just, I just hope that this this person doesn't have anything in, to do again with it involving can, because it's a joke. So, lo, I've had so many tweets during this show, Claire. And I've, I've missed a lot of them, but someone has just said, "Do go and check out what Lee is tweeting now uh, oh, at Hope and Glory Fest." Here's something. Um, question uh, from Spider's Legs on Twitter: Where's the money, Lee? Lee's mm. replied. Wish I was them, I'd shave some years off. Uh, what? Well, he's off his head. And the other thing, I'd like, where were all the health and safety signs? They were under the stage. Uh, the, like I've no seen pictures of these yes, health and safety exactly. signs, yeah. And, uh, this is absolute disgrace. I mean, he shouldn't, I mean, he said that he didn't open the festival for an hour and a half due to safety concerns, and he wants to blame somebody else. At the end of the day, if it was so unsafe, he should not have opened the doors at all. 
it would be better that than obviously to rush people in and try and make some money. And then all, all he's done today is moan about his, 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 his riders that have been given away to homeless. Um, you know, it's just a farce. Claire, uh, how, d- how old was your boy, did you say? Oh, he's 17. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a big <laughs> lad. Oh, sorry, he's a big lad. Yeah, he, he, came, he came along begrudgingly, but, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> all, all my other James followers that weren't there for that weekend. Claire, it's nice to talk to you. Thank you very Thank much you. indeed. Thanks for your time. I appreciate that. Victoria and Tom, stay there. I'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you were there. Uh, let us know what happened um just to say um we were going to do the musical hour at the top of this show we're going to do that later probably later in the week we were going to play out part one of the Chaz hodges interview probably going to play that out tomorrow and um we were also going to speak do you remember last week we were um i found a story about a, a guy a, an amateur acrobat that had built a giant like trapeze in his back garden do you remember well we've kath has found him <laughs> So, we were going to... I'm sorry if you tuned in to hear us speak to the amateur acrobat. We're probably going to speak to him tomorrow, OK? Um, Victoria, then Tom, and then Kay. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There's, there's a tweet from a guy called Liam. Teething problems. Where's the first tweet? Because it says t- two of three, and I, c- I can't find the first tweet, mate. Teething problems. It needing policing. It needed policing, right? They got there by nine p.m. Saturday night. Granted, a lot of people gave up. And then a bit later on, I'm not the only one who had a decent day, surely. Well, n- no. And I've and if you've been listening, Liam, I've been saying, if you had a good time. Let us know, okay? Please let us know. And I, I have been saying that, I think when I opened the show at 11, that was one of the first things I said. Do let us know. Liam, phone up and tell us you had a great time, man. Definitely. 0344 499 1000. We call you back. Um, Victoria. Good evening, Victoria. Hi. Uh, uh, did you go to the festival? Yeah, I went with my boyfriend. Did you have a great time? No, a very traumatic time, actually. Oh, go on, what happened? Well, we queued for about an hour and a half to get in. Yeah. And when we did get in, we were just met with absolutely swarms of people everywhere, and it was quite um, frightening, really. Yeah. Um, we queued then for an hour to go to the toilet, um, then we queued another hour for the bar. Um, we tried to get through um, into the um, second stage, but it was an absolute nightmare because um, there was a bottleneck um, at, at the gates. So this is the, this is what we've been hearing because I'm, I'm trying to picture it in my head. I don't know the area uh, uh, specifically. So you, w- once you came in, <laughs> the, the, the the toilets and the the bar were near the entrance, and everyone was was just hanging out there. Yeah, yeah, and there was just a build-up of people, and it just came to a, sort of like a halt, really, and people were trying to squeeze through, and you could see it getting tighter and tighter. Oh, God. Um, and then there's, like, a wall that spans the whole of the um, venue. Yeah. Um, and people were starting to sort of move the fence in and get over um, the wall. I'll be honest, if I'd have been there with my boys, I would have um, said, right, 
we're going now. This, you know, I, it, 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 yeah. and it was. And you didn't have kids with you, so maybe you didn't know. No. But did, did, was there anything there for the kids to do? This was another thing. Um, I should have asked the mum. This was another thing. It, it was sold that there would be yeah. entertainment for the kids, but I've heard reports of there being um, eight space hoppers. I don't know if that's a joke or not, but that I seemed to be all there was. Not. There was like um, a bit of a sort of inflatable type thing yeah. um, right by um, the bottleneck. But um, that was unsupervised. Oh, yeah, um, There was a bit of face painting going on. But apart from that, I couldn't see anything else that was there for children. And there were quite a few children there. Um, did you go... Uh, were you planning on going on the Sunday? Yes, we were. We were there for the weekend. We booked um, a hotel for three nights. Oh, man alive. Um, what did you think of the, uh, the, the... You found out on Twitter, did you, that it was cancelled? Yeah, yeah. After um, what had happened um, on the Saturday, we sort of was watching out then to see what was happening because I said to um, Mark, my boyfriend, I said, I don't think it'll be on tomorrow the way, you know, it's been today. Yeah. Um, but um, towards the end, when we, we were watching James, the crowd was so bad that we went to look for um, a quiet spot so we could watch them. And we, we went behind um, the wall. Um, there was like a bar, and we sort of went behind the back there, and there was quite a lot of people sitting on the wall, ready to watch um, James perform. Um, but as they came on, people started standing up onto the wall, and there was there's like a metal fence in front of the wall um, to prevent people from going over. And um, as more and more people got onto the wall, you could see the fence rocking backwards and forwards, and then I actually saw three people fall over the top of the fence, um, into the crowd below. Um, but there was no security oh, to be found, nobody to stop um, these people. Hang on a second, stay it. there, because I think, Kay, Kay, you're saying the same thing, aren't you? you? You didn't see any security at all? No, there was no security whatsoever. Oh, I mean, man. I was lucky enough to um, have a contact that I actually had a trip away. And what was more concerning was that the bands as well were treated as badly as everybody else. There was no security at all to the backstage area. I actually walked twice down into the backstage area. I had my triple A, but it wasn't checked. There was nobody there. Anybody could have walked backstage. Can I just say, Kay, for those who aren't as cool as you and me, (laughs) the triple A is the access all areas part. That's what that is. Kay's a special person. Because I'm I'm actually usually at the barrier. I prefer being at the barrier. Yeah. But it was so dangerous there as far as I was concerned. I got out. Yeah. And I, I don't enjoy it unless I can be right, right there. And I, I just, I just couldn't do it because, you know, you say you know, you're trying to um, picture um, the, the thing when mm. you actually came down through the um, where they, they sort of checked the tickets and everything. It was like a big long rectangle yeah. on cobbles, and it was actually going downhill slightly. So the barrier at the, to the by the stage was balanced on these cobbles, oh. so it was wobbling. Oh God. There was, you know, the really, really cheap fencing that you can get. Yes. The, um, the tall with the um, really thin um, sort of mesh bits in it. Yeah. You can almost bend with your fingers. It was that sort of thing, and you were fenced in the whole way around three sides. Oh, it sounds hideous. The only way you could get out was via this bottleneck. So the bottleneck was formed by the... Um, the sound desk and the disabled area. So that was actually rammed into the corner. So anybody who was to the left of the, the stage, if they'd have gone straight back, they had a wall on one side. Yeah. 
and they couldn't get they had to then go across themselves and through this bottleneck where the toilets and the bar was to get anywhere it was downright dangerous I, it, people seriously could have been killed and it's one of those and, I, and of course you know um people say well yeah but it didn't happen yeah but 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 you've yeah, got to remember liverpool you've got to remember hillsborough to for a second ex- exactly you know liverpool has you know a, a, a relationship with tragic events where things like that shouldn't happen but have happened mm. um and it, y- y- all it takes is for I don't know, a fight... All it takes is for something to happen and people to rush. Well, the thing is, it was people were drinking all day. I mean, we will do. It was a a nice day. It was a Saturday. People were drinking. And I could sort of see... It was okay when I was down there. But you could feel people coming in and they were getting... Not drunk and... and, and, But people were having more and more to drink. Yeah. And you think all it needs is for some sort of surge to happen because it was facing downhill. And what would happen at the barrier, I have no idea. Because to the left, there was another of these flimsy fences, and there yeah. was a young girl there as a steward. Now, the only way she could actually open that fence to let anybody through there was by actually opening it into the crowd. Um, so if there was a crush, you couldn't, she couldn't, you couldn't have opened it. Um, Kay and Victoria, listen, you, you came out the other side. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're all right. Is it, Kay, has it put you off Liverpool? Oh, God, no. <laughs> even, even as a Mancunian. <laughs> oh, God, flipping it. Uh, Victoria, whereabouts are you from? Elsmere Port. Uh, okay. Well, uh, d- d- I hope you had, um, you know, I hope you made the most of the Sunday that, that, that you were presented with after that. Oh, it sounds flipping awful, doesn't it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Tom. Evening, Tom. Hello. Hello, Ian. Tom. Uh, how you doing? You all right? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm all right. Well, do you know what? This, you, you've asked me, so I'm going to give it to you. I'm in a different okay. studio, Tom, and it doesn't feel right. Okay. It doesn't feel right. It feels a little bit wrong and sounds a bit wrong, so I'm I'm uncomfortable. Apart from right. that, I'm fine. I had a nice weekend. How was yours? Um, well, I mean, this is the thing, Ian. Everything that's just been said by everyone is true. But I had quite a good time. As good well. for you. Go on. Tell me why. It was just. It was just. It was. It was. It was unsafe. It wasn't organised. It was a mess. That geezer is obviously a plunker. But the bands were great. Saw Star Sailor and, and Bass and um, who else did I see? Yeah, Chris Helm and people like that were really good. Yeah, so I mean, it's. I had a good weekend. The day after, went around Liverpool. That was fun. Um, so I don't really uh, want to talk about fences and. and <laughs> don't then! Tell true. me! It's all true, but. But also, I mean, when we first got there, it was beautiful, the sun was out. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet. like having a great time. Um, and it, yes, it was dangerous, and I do agree. But also, <laughs> quite a good time. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was dangerous, but I had a good time. So, go, yeah. what, was, what was the best band you saw? Um, the best band I saw, uh, that was, uh, you know, it was Star Sailor. Yeah. It was good. They were they were good. I enjoyed them. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 I, I, I like a bit of Star Everyone likes a little bit of Star Sailor every now and then. Yeah, I mean, there was issues with sound, because uh, Embrace had issues with sound and things yeah. like this, but, and again, early, early on it was great, when it filled up at the end it got a little bit of a nightmare and unsafe and should have been stopped, 
What did um, you uh, What did you do on the Sunday? Where did you go? We and what did you well, see? Everywhere we were on the uh, we actually um, we actually queued to get into the lightning seeds. Oh, and we we didn't get we didn't get in. We were one person away from getting in. Oh uh, no, that's the worst thing, man. When you're queuing up for a ride at a, a, a theme park or you're going to a gig and just that strap gets pulled out in front of you. Sorry, we're full. Uh, but I mean, obviously, it was nice what they did, and we lined up for a couple of hours to try and get in there. But you know what? After that, we went across the road, we went into a karaoke bar, we stayed there for about five hours. Oh God, uh, it was a. Uh, that sounds it hellish. Fantastic. That sounds no, it was, hellish. It was, it was, it was brilliant. It what was brilliant. did you sing? Uh, Storm Roses. Oh. Uh, yeah. Keeping I'm it afraid. real. Keeping it real. Well, yes. But, uh, I had a great time, but yeah, he, he, the guy's a bit of a plunker, and <laughs> he's just not doing himself any favours with some of the nonsense that he writes, well, really. I, I do think you come, you come out and you put your hands up and you say, right, I'm sorry, yeah. how can we sort this? Exactly, and the people uh, look. There were a lot of people dancing, and there were a lot of people having a good time. I yeah. know that it was. There, there were a lot, and, and if he would have said, "Look, it's on tits up, you'll get your money back," I reckon most of them have gone. Fair enough, but the, the silly little messages and the tweets and all that crap that he's doing, he's making himself look a right muppet, isn't he? Tom, nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, say if you had a good time, let us know. You know, I, 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 if some of you had a good time, Tom said it was unsafe. Five hours in a karaoke bar, though, that to me sounds like hell. But I don't drink anymore, so that, I think that's how that works. Good evening, Lewis. Hi, Ian. Hey, how you doing, man? You're right. Whereabouts are you okay. from? Uh, I'm from Chester. Chester. Okay. Yes. And uh, what, what did you make of the weekend? I just want to firstly thank you for uh, getting Lee on the show and uh, just confronting him and demanding the answers that thousands of people obviously eagerly uh, want, want, want to know. Um, I hope you lot get your money back, uh, but but I've <laughs> I've got a sneaking suspicion, you know. But I, 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 I don't think this. I, I, I hope I'm proved wrong, but I don't think this story will have a happy ending for those who want refunds. That's exactly what the main reason I was phoning up is just to say I've got my apprehensions uh, about how it's going to be handled because, as you say, uh, Lee's passing the book onto the ticket companies. They're passing the book to yeah. him and stuff. So it's just a case of pointing fingers at each other. So I think it'll be a lengthy pro process. Um, Lewis, can I, I'm going to ask you a question that's going to seem completely uh, apropos of nothing, but trust me, are you single? Uh, yeah. Because we've just had a tweet in from someone called Julia. Right. I like the sound of this sexy mank on now. Oh, right. Uh, Is that a mate of yours? Sexy, but I'm pretty nervous. Um, <laughs> well, so it's, it's working for someone. Like it's working for Julia, company, Lewis. Yeah. Right, OK. Uh, so, no, I don't know what to say either. I'm a little bit embarrassed. It's, it's not as easy being silly black as I thought it would. Um, yeah. So, so did, 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 I'm assuming yeah, same thing for you. Unsafe, uh, no security, and um, gutted that Sunday was cancelled. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's not much. I've been listening from the start of the programme, and there's not much that's been said that I can't say myself. Uh, we, we must have arrived, got out of the station with about half two-ish, I was just with one other friend, and we, we met up with another lad. Um, and there was a huge queue going all the way around, pretty much St George's Hall and stuff. So the only conclusion we could come to is that everyone's been thinking the same, that there's no rush to get there. We'll, in fact, we'll beat the rush by turning up a little bit later. But as yeah. it transpires, um, we overheard a lady behind us in the queue 
who checked Twitter and said the 90 minutes behind schedule, by which point one of the bands I wanted to see, which was Pig- Pigeon Detectives, yeah, actually came on, and I thought, well, I'm not even going to get a chance to see these. So that was a bit frustrating. Um, but eventually got in, and, you know, luckily the weather was good, and we made the best of uh, kind of a bad situation, I yeah. suppose. But yeah, yeah I, I wasn't drinking, I was driving, but my two friends queued up for a beer and at one point I said look I'm going to go and catch one of the bands because I was just stood there like a spare part for half an hour so I thought maybe that's going to be the uh, the theme of the the theme of the evening Um, well um, yeah I'm sorry you had a rubbish time keep on keeping on let us know if um, you get any good news on that on those refunds and i'm sorry i can't afford to give 90 quid to everyone i just felt sorry for that lad that was on the line and that's why um i said it i wouldn't i was hoping it might prompt something else from the other side but never mind never mind thanks for calling lewis thanks a lot cheers cheers mate thank you very much indeed uh i tell you what oh there we go it's gone um i tell you what let's speak to katie and then um we can carry on talking about this after 12 but we can also talk about other stuff catherine maybe you could come and join me in here after 12 and we can see where the conversazione uh, takes us evening katie hi oh hang on a minute someone's sounding very perky at um uh, (laughs) nearly midnight on a monday night I know, I am a bit perky considering the weekend. Go on, what happened? You know, you gotta look at the positive. Well, I well I was thinking up because um I I really didn't want to be controversial and men- mention Hillsborough, but it was making really 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 angry that nobody was mentioning it. Yeah. Yep. Um because I was in, in that crush um and it was really bloody scary and I was up against the barrier. Oh were you really behind at the front of the stage but but in front of the stage? Um, you know what the bottleneck that everyone's t- talking about? Yeah. They tried to make it two ways by putting a barrier in the middle, which oh. was a nightmare. Yeah. And I was crushed against it. Like, I couldn't move my arms. And the guy behind me said, love, I'm going to have to lift you up in a minute. And I saw a steward and I said to her, can you please help me? And she told me to back off. Sorry? <laughs> I wasn't paid for that. Sorry? What are the stewards? <laughs> And what was what made it worse being in the crush was when we were going into the venue, there was no searches, it was just a free for all and I just thought when it, when I was in the crush I just thought if something happens now, this is just gonna be catastrophic. Um, and I was getting hot and sweaty, and I was just thinking, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Was, um, because my, my, uh, I mentioned earlier that I like to take my boys to concerts, and, and the first concert after the uh, events at Manchester, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking for ways out and things like that. Were you worried that something like that could happen with, with the lack of security as people were going in? Exactly. Uh, my friend had my bag. I just nipped to the lip, and I thought, if something happens now, if, somebody's not been patted down they're carrying something something happens now my friends aren't going to know i'm involved because mm. i've got no id on me mm. and that was what i was thinking wow. during this day that i was supposed to have been enjoying and instead i was terrified that moment that you were crushed and i i, I, I mentioned hillsborough a couple of times i'm always hesitant to mention it katie because i don't want people to go yeah you know you shouldn't be bandying that around and the, you know people to think exactly. that I'm, I'm being over dramatic but um, I, it, I feel like I can be, I can validly quote it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but it was really scary. And when I went back to my friends, 
I had to play it down because I didn't want to ru- ruin their day. Oh, okay. And I just had to carry on, like, dancing. And Brace came on, thank God, one of my favourite bands. <laughs> well. And I just had to just own it because I didn't want it to define my day. But you'd actually been terrified. I was absolutely terrified. I was expecting, and the guy behind me said, look, love, we're going to have to lift you up here because you're going to go under. And the steward said, I'm not paid for that when I asked her for help, and she told me to back off when I pointed out that it was her job to help. (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh, but but that's incredible. (laughs) It is, and it was just like, oh, my God. Are you all right now? I am, because I was with my amazing friends, and I did see some of the bands who were amazing. Yeah. The next morning, we got up to find out what was going on. Uh, we found out from social media, and not organisers, and we just went out in Liverpool and had the best day ever. This is what everyone is, seems to be saying. Those that stuck amazing. around just had fun. What, where, where did you go? Um, we went to Heebie-Jeebies. We went to some of the oldie-worldie pubs. Uh, the Blob, which is one seventy a pint. <laughs> um, it was just safe. My friends moved up from London, so we took her to have a photo taken with the Scylla statue. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> but, um, can I just point out, Lee's an absolute con artist. Well, we're hang on, we're hang, um, hang, hang on, Katie, hang on a second, because he's I not mean, here and we I have to... I'm sure he's not council, a con artist. But I think the council have clearly not vetted him properly... Well, to be associated with him, and that, that scares me too. Katie, I spoke to the council today, and they didn't want to come on, and they told me a, f- a few things that would make your hair curl. But, 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 they, they, are, um, they are launching an investigation, and I, 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 yeah. from what they told me, I kind of think it will be a very, very thorough investigation to see what yeah. potentially went wrong. Um, but, Katie, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm glad you had a good time. And just to stress, I don't, I'm not in any way suggesting in this show and this station, and not in any way suggesting that um, Lee is a con man... Uh, at all i i, I su- suggest he maybe you know got in a little bit over his head but I, I certainly don't think there was anything duplicitous um going on and he was certainly uh bold enough to come on the show this evening and he didn't have to and he could have put the phone down at any point uh we've got another hour dear listener by the way new listeners i'm here uh, monday to friday 10 till 1 uh, another hour we can carry on talking about that but we can also talk about anything else you fancy give us a call 0344 499 1000 this is the late night alternative with me ian lee on talk radio talk radio oh, another hour of this nonsense you can watch on periscope i'm in a new studio with a new haircut and a new beard cut yeah swish oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number you can carry on talking about the festival good and bad uh you can give me a call about absolutely anything you want i'm ian lee this is talk radio across the uk online and on dab he has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Um, we can talk about anything uh, you want. I've never done... Have I done a festival? The only festival I've ever done, right? It wasn't really a proper festival. Um, um, it was a Slough Festival in... When would it be? 1989? I'll tell you who's on the bill. Frank Sidebottom and Gary Glitter. Imagine that! What a bill! And um, the Counterfeit Stones. 
that was it. And the festivals don't really appeal to me. I know this is kind of a walk in and walk out um, kind of thing, but um, as opposed to a camping, it don't appeal to me. I'd I'd rather be at home, dear listener. If you can hear me slurping, I'm slurping caffeine free coffee. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Today, I decided I'm going to change my life. I'm going to turn my life around. I'm going to make everything bad good. And that one of those things is to um, quit caffeine. And I've done it before from time to time. And the mistake I made before was um, doing it cold turkey, just stopping. And I felt awful for about two or three weeks. Headaches, couldn't sleep, achy legs, miserable. So this time, I'm doing it um, gradually. And I've got headaches, achy legs, I feel miserable. Speaking of achy legs and being miserable, it's Dennis. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Hi. Dennis. I, I did not deceive me, then. You actually gave money away to someone. Yes, I did. I, there was I, I, 90 quid to a, uh, um, a listener, yes. Out of my own pocket. What about your three lots of money you owe me? What's he, what on earth are you talking about? I bet you three times I'd make 90 to start with. 92 what? and 93. Yeah, well... You, you wouldn't make it, I did it, and you never... Dude! You never... Oh, for goodness sakes, Dennis, that flipping echo on your line. Dennis, I, we double, we're doubling our quits in it to 94. Oh, I see. All right, fair enough. Now then, I <sighs> hope the world is listening to this. It's going to give me thought. No, no one can understand what you're saying, old man, because you've got your radio on! I haven't. Well, what's that echo? It's me. Okay. Go on. I got an echo voice. You got and you got an echo voice. Okay, yes, right, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, Go on. Carry on. Scheming. What? Carry on. <laughs> Have we finished? Yes, I hope so. Thank you very much indeed. If anybody knows, if anybody knows what that call was about, then for the love of all that is holy, write it on the back of a postcard or a, sti- a stuck down envelope and uh, uh, send it to someone, please. Um, Eloise. Hello. Hey, Eloise. Hi. I just wanted to echo the security issues, really, that have been raised by everybody. Yeah, go on. Because we took our three-year-old son to the festival, but we've never been to anything like that before. Yeah. And we thought... Oh, she's gone. She's been silenced by the man! We'll get Eloise back. Eloise, we're getting you back. Let's go to Simon first. Hello, Simon. Hello. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I've got a headache because I'm trying to give up caffeine like an idiot. Uh, it's my only pleasure. My only pleasure is coffee, Simon. I don't drink, I don't take drugs, um, and, and I'm giving I'm giving up my last vice. This is awful. I, just, I can't function without caffeine. <laughs> I have to have caffeine to function. <laughs> this is it, I'm the same, but I'm... I, here's the thing, right, because um, I go to, like, Costa and Nero and all these coffee shops, and I'll buy... Maybe two or three cups, sometimes a day from those places. And they're about, let's say they're two quid. So that's, let's say I buy two a day, that's four quid over a week, four times seven, uh, 30. That's 30 quid a week, uh, 120 quid a month. That's about 1,300, 1,300 pounds a year on coffee. You know when you've got a problem, you start asking for the extra shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think there's enough in it. Can you make it a double? Anyway, Simon, go on. Well, 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 you, you were at the festival, were you? I was. I mean, I, it was good bits and bad bits. I mean, I've worked at the MN Arena and the Echo Arena doing security there. Right. 
and there was no signage anywhere. I mean, every emergency exit is supposed to be signposted, you know? Yeah. Nearest, you walk anywhere, it should be nearest exit to the left or to the right, whichever one's closest, and there was nothing like that anywhere. I mean, there's no maps or guides where things are supposed to be. You couldn't find anything. And that lead guy, whatever his name was, has been on Twitter saying that, oh, there was a, a barbecue there, there was a hog roast there. There was nothing around. They weren't there. Was we there not? You couldn't see it? No. I mean, the one good thing that I found was that in ale, normally you go to the festival, it's all lager and it's like seven quid a pint of yeah. rubbish. Yeah. They're in ale for four pounds a pint. I was quite happy with that. But not the fact that it took me an hour to get one. <laughs> well, this is the this is the thing. I mean, when when I go to concerts and stuff, and I go to the bar to get soft drinks and stuff, you, you expect to, you expect to queue for a bit. Yeah. But an hour does sound I- excessive. Did, did you do what I used to do in those situations? When you 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 you're queuing up, and after about twenty minutes, you think, oh, I might as well get two or three pints in in one go. Well, you had to, but the problem was, you were, there was no queuing system, so it's like oh. everybody piled against you. Like you go to a pub at night, and it's like, let's see if you're suddenly a little queue at the bar. It was like that, but going 20 people back. Yeah. And it was all the way along, and there's like 15, 20 servers, so it's just a mound of people. You got your six drinks, and then you turn around, and you just got a wall of people, and you can't get out without spilling half of it. Yeah, there's yeah. There's just no organisation else of getting it out. What it were the there. good bits, Simon? Give us the good bits. Well, I like the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Can't beat a nice pizza with jalapenos on, and the ale was nice. I mean, the bands are great, but I miss most of the bands. I yeah. did miss most of the bands, um, just for queuing. Yeah. Whether it's Mrs. going to the loo, or whether it's me trying to get some more beer, you just couldn't hear anything. And the music bleed between the two stages was rubbish. Yeah, this was, this was uh, a, a, a thing, yeah, that, that, that you, you, could, you could hear both bands at the same time. You could. Well, if you were stood near the back of the main stage where you could see a big screen... You couldn't actually hear the main stage because you got the stage to your left, to the second stage, and that's all you could hear. So it was just like embracing missed the whole thing. I was looking forward to embrace, but I couldn't get down further enough to listen. Uh, so it was just like, what's the point? We went off and sat on the grass for a half hour because you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. It seemed pointless. I mean, the, the idea is great. I think one stage would have been brilliant, but having the three was just ridiculous. But still, those pizzas, huh? Yeah, yeah, they were great. I, I loved it. I got three pizzas in one day. <laughs> what more do you want? Three pizzas and six beers. It, it was brilliant. Simon's, <laughs> Simon's living the dream. Thank you, mate. He's living the dream. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Oh, Eloise is back. Hello, Eloise. Hi, I'm back. Eloise. <laughs> what, go on. So what, what were you saying? I was saying about the security issues. We'd taken our young son as well. Um, he's Three, and we thought Liverpool, very friendly city. Yeah. It was billed as a huge family event. And then when things, obviously, as other callers have said, started to go wrong, we thought we need to get him out of here. And we went to another sort of exit we saw, and we said, can we leave, get him out here? And they said no, because oh. the fence has been cable-tied together oh. and screwed into the floor. Oh, for goodness sakes. Come so, on, guys! Even if we could get out... You know, if the emergency exit, you couldn't actually, you couldn't go through them. So, um, and there were there were actually signs, but they were all stashed underneath the um, disabled viewing platform. I've seen the picture. I've seen the picture yeah. of them. Uh, and they say "tiny cow" on them, which I think he said had nothing to do with. Yeah, and someone pointed that out to me on Twitter after he'd gone. Yeah, that the the, the, yeah. the, the signs were there. Um, oh, it just sounds like an absolute balls up, doesn't it? It was, and it's like. 
we managed, my husband and I managed to find a safe-ish spot on the wall behind a fence because we thought if it kicks off in the main area, we've got a brick wall to protect us and we've got space to run. And then, but then men would come up to the wall and say, is it all right if I pee up, up here? And Sorry? Like, no. Well, where you were sat? Yeah. Oh, like, you dirty dogs! And they were weeing in cups and just putting them in the bin because they couldn't be bothered to go to the toilet because it was so long. Oh, that's so disgusting. Long. Come on, guys. So the whole thing, the whole thing is a shambles. Oh, but, um, so uh, how was good. Yeah, but the bands were good. Did, did your three-year-old have a good time? Did your three-year-old pick up on the, 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 this kind of scariness of it, or, or, or was everything he, he, all right? He, he went after the pigeon detectives because he was starting to get a bit. Yeah. But we were just trying to laugh with him about it, and just so he didn't try not to pick on us, you know, pick up on it too much. Yeah. So because we want to take him to things like that in future. Yeah, of course. Want him to be scared. Oh, it's such a joy, Eloise, taking your kiddies is, to, to bands is. that you used to like when you were younger. It's just a thrill. Yeah, and that's what we were hoping to do. And in a way, we were quite glad it was cancelled Sunday. Yeah. Because we were debating, do we go back or not? Because yeah. if we go back and something kicks off, then... But thankfully, the decision was taken out of our hands. My um, my five-year-old is really into the Spice Girls at the moment, and I'm I'm very happy with that because I like a bit <laughs> of Spice Girls. So we listened to it, and we I watched I watched Spice World for the first time this weekend with with oh dear my, no <laughs> I know, but I, 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 there are a couple of bits. The Richard Briers bit where he's he's like a bishop and he's going, well, I can't believe the Spice Girls have questioned whether the Pope is actually a Catholic or not. It's really funny, <laughs> but 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 but, and I've taken them to see the Beach Boys and the Monkeys and all this kind of stuff because I'm into my 60s music but we, I'm, I'm, someone said oh there's a Spice Girls tribute act playing near you in a couple of weeks so I've booked tickets to go and see a, um, to go and see a Spice Girls yeah. tribute act with my two boys and the joy of it is well, is silly pop music and we'll get up and we'll have a boogie and it'll be a laugh and that's what it should be yeah. when you take your kids to concerts Definitely, definitely, and I'm sure you won't be penned in on three sides. Oh like we all were. no, we're in a very, we're in a very and posh theatre. I know theater. lots of people on Facebook as well are upset. There was no hog roast, and they're all saying, "Where was the hog roast?" So that's one thing we want to know. <laughs> that my favourite question, right, was because um, uh, it was supposed to be Victoriana themed, and there was talk of a, a fancy dress competition and a prize of a thousand pounds. And I, I posted on one of the Facebook groups that's been set up something like, um, w w I, "Hopefully, I'll be." speaking to lee on the show what questions have you got and my favorite how do we get a refund what about the signs why was it cancelled my favorite question is where was the penny farthing yes that as well <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't get to ask lee about the lack of penny farthing eloise Oh, maybe we can do that on Twitter. We'll, maybe we'll do it again. Time. I'm sure it had a flat tyre or something. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Listen, Eloise, thank yeah. you so much for your time. I appreciate uh, you sharing that with us. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hi-yi-yi-yi-yi-yi-yi-yi-yi. Hey, hey, hey. Do you know what? I'm hungry. Hungry, man. I'm hungry. 0344 499 is the telephone number. I'm, I'm discombobulated as well because I'm in a different studio because um, when I joined... 
talk radio, um, one of the selling points was we're going to have high-definition cameras in the studio. Um, and now, almost 18 months later, those high-definition cameras in the studio are being installed just before we move to new studios. That's what's happening. 0344 Good evening, Richard. Hello. Hello, Richard. Um, this uh, festival thing sounds pretty much identical to a festival I went to a couple of years ago in London. Um, we got, like, there was sort of old kind of grand promises, and we got there, and uh, it was very dangerous. I, at one point, I said to my friend, said, look, it's dangerous to get up here. Um, and then the police came and cancelled it, and then the second day was cancelled. But um, getting your money back is actually surprisingly easy if you, um, like, push the issue with your bank. If you pay by card, um, like, if you pay by credit card, it's very easy. You just ring your credit card company and say, like... If it's over £100... Uh, no, so that's the thing for debit cards, but um, that's the, the law thing for debit cards by law. But um, Visa and MasterCard have their own promises, and your banks will try and hide it from you. Right. But if you like push the issue with them and say, "Look, I want to go through to the Visa chargeback uh, team," yes. uh, they'll send you like a, they'll give you an address and post the proof that it was cancelled and get the money back. I don't have a credit card. I know that's true. If you've got a credit card, then you're like really legally protected. You just turn your credit card company and say, "If you've got a debit card." They'll try and tell you you're not protected, but you actually are just through the Visa and Mascot scheme. What? But 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 here's but well, but here's the thing though. But protected for what exactly? Um, any the, anything if you purchase something and you don't get what you intended to purchase. So um, what I did was I, I phoned up like I at the time I because because what will happen I imagine in the next few days the company will go into administration um, and ticket holders will well be well hang on uh, Richard. Uh, we don't know that. We don't know that that's what's going to happen, and we can't okay, even... No, 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 Richard, you, for goodness sakes, man, you don't know how libel works. No, 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 no. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if the company's going to go into liquidation. We have no idea. And we, and we can't then just go, oh, well, hypothetically, because you've now addressed that that's what the situation is. Let's keep our fingers crossed that the company stays um, solvent. Uh, there is no hint of them going into liquidation at all whatsoever. And, um, you, you know, as I said, Lee has come on the show and has talked to us and has, has been as honest and as open as he feels appropriate to be. So we, we, I, I don't want to follow that that kind of um tra- 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 train of thought thank you evening jerry hello hey man how you doing okay um now jerry listen let me let me put my cards on the table um not only uh, uh, um uh, i'm struggling to understand you a bit and also i'm in an, i'm in a different studio where my headphones are different, and which is making it even harder for me to hear all of the other callers. So it's been amazing that I've managed to pull off a, yet again a brilliant show, despite the fact I can't really hear things very well. So take your time, take a deep breath, and let's 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 be having you. She dreams of nineteen sixty nine. Here we go. the soldiers came. Yes. Life was cheap on bread and wine. Yes. And sharing had no shame. He sings, She's I can understand him. the screens of rockets flying from nearby. And two scared to onto her dreams. To beat the fear that she might die. He will have won when the soldiers have gone. From the Lebanon to be clearly clearer. Well, I can, I can understand you when um, uh, you, you're singing, yes. It's amazing. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I've just got, uh, just 
you're single all the time. And then you... Uh, you really blow me the soldiers and... I'm happy. People understand me. Well, this is what we found a cure. By the way, Le- Leon, Leon, um, Twitter is now having a go at me. Uh, uh, contact low, basic contact low. Shame you didn't let me answer a single question without interrupting the answer, though, Ian. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, Lee. Nice. Uh, what? It's all me tonight, you know. I can't, I can't understand you, man. It's Sing it. It's a full moon tonight. People go crazy. <laughs> All right, Shaky. Sure, well, there you go. Shaky by name, Shaky by nature. Shaky, Shaky. Thank you. Why are you in a new studio, Mr. Lee? Because they're installing the high-definition cameras, cameras that they said they would yeah, 18 they months ago. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jerry, can I cut you off? Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Um, my touchscreen doesn't work particularly well either. Good evening, Rob. Hi, uh... Hey Rob, what you got for us? Uh, well, I was at the festival, yeah. and it was um, a complete nightmare, to be honest. Um, we we spent four hundred quid in total because we came over from uh, Leeds. We got a hotel, and then so when we turned up, we queued for an hour. Yeah. Um, when we actually got to the front, there are only two people checking tickets, which I think is the real reason. The queuing took so long to get in. Yeah. Um, my wife didn't even have a bag check properly. She was like offering it to them, and they, they didn't even want to check it. Yeah. We we got in um, after about five hours. We actually found out where the urinals were. There was no sign. It was small. Um, you what? You weren't. You didn't have cross legs for those five hours, did you, Rob? No, 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 no. I, I queued. I, I queued uh, for the lose, but it was like that added time for both me and you know, the ladies. Yeah. When they could have just, you know, they could have just been assigned for your rhinos, which were hidden behind yeah. another block of toilets. Oh, they man. also put. They also put a block of toilets at the back, but they leaned over, so they self-locked, so they couldn't be used. Um, there's loads of other things. We, we talked to Seward, who didn't have a radio. By the way, none of um, this is, none of this is surprising me now. You know, I, I've got, or, you could, you could tell me that there, there were, you, you know, people running around with swords, and I'd go, yeah, yeah, okay, it sounds about right. Honestly, none of this is surprising me anymore. The, the thing about it is, though, that actually, the people of Liverpool did themselves proud. Because yeah. people could have kicked off, and they really didn't, they were really calm. And, um, you know, actually got on with it. So, I think they deserve a lot of credit, really. I mean, I was really quite impressed. Um, but what really gets the goat is, the next day, oh, yeah, it's a massive pop-up. made a huge mistake. Are you, are you, late, Rob, Rob, sorry, are you falling down a hole? You're getting more and more muffled and echoier and echoier. It's really echoey on my line, and I don't know why. Hang on a minute, I'm going to move you, sometimes if I move you there, try now. Uh, yeah, that's much better. There oh, we... no, wait a minute, it's returned. Oh, hang on, right, hang on, let me try one more. I can, I'm trying to switch you. How, how about that? Uh, no, no it's still the same. Oh, balls. <laughs> balls! <laughs> mine. But, did, but, but you, but, 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 I mean, did you have an all right time? Um, Star Sailor were amazing, and they were great. Yeah. Um, so they, they, they made it really good. I got, you know, I got fairly junky, it was a bit of a laugh, um, I was, Disappointed that 
James' set got cut short, and so did Badly Drawn Boy. But yeah, it was all right. It, it could have it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, well, it, well, it could have been a lot worse, judging from what yeah. we've heard. Uh, Rob, listen, I appreciate your call. Thank you, man. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Lots of new listeners this evening, um, and, and lots of people on, on Periscope and on Twitter and and, and uh, all of that stuff. Uh, I should just say, if uh, you, I'm here, mon- uh, well, what am I here? Let me work this out. Yes, weeknights uh, from ten o'clock at night, every weeknight, ten o'clock at night, there is a, a podcast that, available of the show. If you go to iTunes and um, uh, normally it's a bit more light-hearted than this. Normally we just mess around a bit and, and, and have a laugh. But, um, as I say, I was, I, I saw this story yesterday on Twitter and the, the more, I, I would have, I would have ignored it had it not been for a tweet from the, um, Hope and Glory, um, Twitter feed having a go at Tim Booth from James. That was, that was the thing I thought, ah. I think this could be a car crash. Um, and uh, I, I kind of texted Kath and said, have a look at this. I think we might have something here. And I'm glad we did. I'm really glad we did. Because, 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 because. Um, there were uh, so many of you have been affected and have been upset by it. And um, it'd be really interesting to see what happens with the um, refunds. Uh, we got to talk to uh, uh, one of the bands earlier on today before the show. We spoke to, we've had so many people get in touch, we had to pre-record some stuff. Um, and Reverend and the Makers, right, I, I, who, I'll be honest, I've heard their name, right, I hadn't listened that much, I was aware of them, and, um, they were one of the bands that was due to play on Sunday. They are brilliant, actually, because I was watching loads of their videos on YouTube today, and they're excellent. Here's the thing, they're a really good-looking band. Like, I mean, proper, dishy, good-looking, young, I say young, young men. Uh, that, that kind of annoys me. Uh, but we spoke to, uh, John from uh, Reverend and the Makers, who, um, uh, was supposed to play on Sunday, and, uh, this is what he had to say about it. Nice to talk to you. Um, you were at Hope and Glory. What day were you playing, or were you supposed to be playing? Well, I never actually knew that we were supposed to be playing on a Sunday, and um, we're about to set off. Uh, and we saw that the, the, the you know the festival had been cancelled. We, I got I had no contact from the festival itself, and we like nearly just found out on social media. You know. So what you saw? Did, were you, are you one of the people that saw a tweet and it said that the, the show's off, no festival? Yeah, like, obviously they're supposed to let us know and stuff, and we were, like, heading to Liverpool. Yeah. You know, got us tour bus full of, full of gear, everybody sat on board, waiting to travel over there, and one of, one of the lads, I think it was a drummer, right, and he says, yeah, have you seen this on Facebook? It's cancelled. <laughs> you know, just absolute amateur hour. Um, y- y- you do stuff like this all the time, festivals and gigs and stuff around the world. I- I- is this one of the worst organised that you've been involved with? Yeah, but then I have done several others that are terribly old. Where have you gone? John, where have you gone? I'm here. What are you doing? I'm, I'm Stop here. moving the phone, man, for goodness sakes. I'm there. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, brother, yes. Basically, you know, we do these festivals a lot, but as I put on, I wrote a little kind of open letter thing on my Twitter today, basically arguing that we keep hearing from government and from various other people that the music industry's booming, but it's not booming. It's booming for 20 pop stars. The reality is most fans... I've got nowhere near as much money as we used to have because of variance of factors, you know, uh, the internet being the prime one, but also the decline of print media, the way the radio behaves. So yeah. bands basically take 
gigs like this because the money's good. Yeah. The problem is the money's coming from amateurs and sometimes, you know, even gangsters and people like that. And these people have got very little concern for health and safety. And it's only a matter of time before somebody's going to get hurt, you know. Um, now, and I've just got to say, for legal reasons, I have no suspicion, you know, no suggestions that the, the gentleman that organised this is a gangster in any way. But, um, but yeah, no, you did. I, I read the thing that you wrote earlier on and posted on Twitter, and um, it, 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 you're right. You know, no one buys records. Everyone thinks that music is free now. Why would anyone pay for music these days? Um, and you're worried that um, th- th- these these events, these festivals, are just getting put on by people who want to make a, a, a few easy quids, but not really that bothered about the actual event and the safety of the event. I just think that we at the country aren't looking after our culture. It's a bit of a deep point, this, but it stands. We're not looking after our culture. You know, the last rock and roll band who were capable of headlining the big festival are probably the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. I mean, check out Ed. Ed's a lovely lad, but he's a pop star, right? Yeah. Rock and roll bands, which this country's famous for, it's 11 years since the Arctic Monkeys came out, and they're the last ones who were capable of headlining a big, like a major festival. In this country, that tells its own story. And I think if you look at, you know, the whole of the music industry, a lot of musicians, this is why you're seeing all these reformations, because a lot of people are skinned, because they used to be able to, like, make records and sit around for two years and be millionaires, but it doesn't really work like that anymore. And like any industry, boxing or whatever it is, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, murky money comes into it when it gets to that stage, because musicians are willing to do things to, to pay them rent, ultimately, you know. You're not suggesting that, that Reverend and the Makers are, are, are turning tricks, are you? I'm not suggesting that, mate, no, but, you know, you need must and stuff, <laughs> Matt, to anybody, you know. <laughs> and, you've got, and you're a very beautiful band. I've been spent all afternoon watching your videos online. You're, you're all very beautiful, I certainly would. Anyway, um... Uh, so uh, we've got hopefully thank you you're very welcome hopefully this has turned out different than i expected i'll be honest hopefully (laughs) we've got the organizer coming on leo hanlon who's going to come on the show tonight um uh, is is that the guy that you were dealing with yeah listen i've spoke to the fella and he seemed like a thoroughly nice bloke you know i'm not suggesting he's a gangster either that's not what i'm saying yeah what i am saying is that there's a lot of people coming into doing these festivals who haven't necessarily got the experience. And he needs to, what this geezer needs to stop doing is blaming everyone else. Yeah. Because it's not, it's making people more angry. You know, the, twi- the Twitter feed last night is feeding the kind of anger. Oh, he's, he's literally, he's gone on Twitter in the last 20 minutes to say that that wasn't him on Twitter last night. That was another member of the team. Whoever it is, you know, if you're going to, if, if my drummer's like, I don't know, assaulted someone while we're at a gig, yeah. it makes my band look bad. You yeah. understand what I mean? He's, yeah. he's his festival. He's got to take responsibility for it. And I just think, like, up and down this country, there's a lot of endeavours happening in music. We get offered all sorts of stuff, and you just think, who's putting money up for this? Because, you, you, you know, you need half a mil, a million to put something like this on. Yeah. So you just think to yourself, who's putting this on, and where's this money coming from? And it doesn't sit well with me that, like, in a, in a city like Liverpool, which has suffered so much yeah. with, you know, badly managed public events. I grew up a mile from Hillsborough. I know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Only too well. I was part of the justice campaign. This is in, in, in Liverpool. In 2017, we're having an event that's, like, too many people with. And there's a, a danger of a crush. Come on. I tell you what was great, because I, 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 I'm really keen to make sure that, you know, that Liverpool comes out of this well. What, what's great is the number of uh, smaller venues that kind of stepped up to the plate. Once they realised it had been cancelled... Oh, brilliant. They, brilliant. They, they reached out to all the bands and said, look, you can come and play here. Well, well, if people have got wristbands, they can come in and watch. And do. So there was it's loads a, of that going on, which was good. It's a, 
it's a brilliant city, mate, Liverpool, you yeah. know, and like Zanzibar and Magnet and all, all other venues, you know, they were all tweeting out. And I believe, if we'd have actually got to Liverpool, I'd give my all my crew day off as soon as I found out it was cancelled. If we'd have gone there, I would have loved to have played because I love that city and the beautiful people, you know, and they deserve, frankly, they deserve better than this. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because we've been over there. We played a festival called Liverpool Calling in the Bombed Out Church a few years back. Beautiful event. Everybody had a good time. It can happen. There's, we have a festival in his own city. Tramlines, you know, a massive success. People love it. Brings thousands of people into the city centre. You can do this and it, it can work. Just don't put profit over people's safety. That's what I would say, you know. Um, what What are you lot up to now, then? You, you got, you got, you've had the weekend off. Are you busy at the moment? We are, mate. We've just made a new album that we made in Thailand. We're doing all the festivals. We've got a couple of singles out. Got an album out in uh, September. Little tour coming up. Bit of, stop out of me. Bit of Europe. And, um, yeah, it's all good, mate. It's a good what, time to be alive. We're doing well. What the hell were you doing recording it in Thailand? Well, it's just a great way of wasting your record label's <laughs> money. And, you know, we'd like, we, we're all a bit older. We've all got kids, so it's like a, we can have an old blag and holiday out of it. Oh, know? I so see, right. Jamaica last time. Yeah. Oh, Thailand this time. Hang on a minute. There's you saying that there's no music, in, uh, no money in the music industry. Hey, there's no music in the music industry. There's a thing. And you're jetting off around the world. Yeah, but listen, it, the reality is not like, no, of you course. know, we had like two weeks. It'll be like Skegness next week, <laughs> you know, next album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not, it, no, listen, I, I do all right, mate. I've got a nice gaff. I live in a nice part of Sheffield. But what I'm saying is, 20 years ago, I'd have been a millionaire and I wouldn't have to, like, worry about anything. And musicians are in a place where if their band stops, they can live happily ever after. So they've got to go out and take gigs, you know. And I think. You know, some musicians, not me particularly, but some musicians are, in, are a bit skinny. You know yeah. what I mean? They need yeah. they need money, and and therefore they're sort of vulnerable to to being booked on sort of like really dodgy things. You know, John. I re- listen, I really appreciate you talking to us. Uh, next time you're in London, then you'll have to come in the studio. Top man, look forward to that, mate. Nice one, fella. Take care, man. Bye bye, okay, dude. Bye bye. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Liam, I've just sent the money for the ticket I said I'd pay, 90 quid. I've sent that via PayPal, and I'm just working out how I can um, send a private message to at Hope and Glory Fests, with an S, because um, uh, he has, uh, Leah said on Twitter, that he'll give you the other 90 quid. So I've just then said, what, hang on, what have I just said? Um, why not pay for both tickets and refund me the 90 quid? So let's see where this goes. It's not really my um, position to be refunding people for a festival, but he's a young lad. I've just seen his Facebook profile. He's a young lad, and he's 90 quid is a lot of money to a young lad. And to me, it's, it's a fair few quid, but it's all right. Uh, that was John McCure from... Um, Reverend and the Makers, who were due to play on Sunday, and I think that next time they're in London, we should get them on the show, because I think that would be a lot of fun. 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can call in about absolutely anything. I'm going to be honest, I haven't looked at a newspaper at all. I haven't looked at a newspaper at all today, so... I don't really know what's going on in the world. Should we have a little Should we have a little look in the papers and see if we can find something? I mean there could be um 
Um, let's have a little look. Um, oh, there's the uh, Diana sex tapes man. Um, uh, let's try and find. Let's try and find something. There's uh, Pamela Anderson in a bikini. Um, Dragons. Here we go. Here we go. Dragons Den stars Peter Jones and Theopathetis. I once convinced a friend of mine that Theopathetis made his money by inventing hummus. Did the lies I've told about Dragons Den uh, that Theopathetis had invented hummus and that's where he was why he was so rich, and that the gentleman that presents it um is blind because he looks blind doesn't he he looks blind and uh then so this, my friend said well how how does he know where to look at the camera and i said well it's very simple what they do is during rehearsals they put a bell on the camera and they ring the bell for him evan davis that's his name isn't it they ring the bell and he knows so he looks where the bell is and they do it two or three times and so he learns exactly where to look and then when they're doing a take they don't ring the bell here's something that i think is true it may be libelous but it may be true i'm going to take a punt on this one pierce nipples yeah, it's true, it's true. I'm getting the thumbs up from uh, Catherine. She is the Pierce Nipples correspondent. Um, uh, he's got Pierce Nipples. Twinkle Tits, they call him, is his nickname. Twinkle Tits. You, you can't see them. Where can you see them? Oh, through his shirt. I thought he, if you gave him a fiver, he'd show you. <laughs> like John Barrowman. Um, Theo Pafetus and Peter Jones lost nearly £33,000 in a scam. The tycoons who use the TV show catchphrase, I'm out... Are they still on it? I think Peter Jones is the only original dragon left. Were hit uh, by a bent accountant forging checks at their firm Red Letter Days. Red Letter Days, of course, was owned by a lady who was one of the dragons. Um, and um, so she was one of the dragons. She owned Red Letter Days and it went bust or it was going bust. So Pathetis and Jones bought her out. Isn't that amazing? They didn't show that on the telly, though. Finance officer Akilan Selvathiravam. Akilan Selvathiravam. 34 was facing... Uh, a, bit, a bit boring. Um, just going through the page. Here is where I'm, I'm realising that, yes, 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 oh, sure, 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 sure. I've put in uh, a lot of preparation for the first two and a half hours of the show. Yes, yes, come in, Catherine, please, for God's sakes. But for the last 30 minutes, absolutely zero prep. Absolutely zero preparation. Um... Uh, two paedophiles have got married in prison. Oh. Okay. Um, top shop and cop shop. Top shop heiress. But boring. Oh, Brian Conley's going to be on Strictly Come Dancing. I like Brian Conley. Mm. It's, it, it's about time he had a, a he had a, a, a bit of luck. Don't know why I say that. We tried to get him on, didn't we? And he didn't respond. No, and then he went on that show with um, um, Bob Mills. He went on the Bob Mills show. He wouldn't come on our show, but he went on... Tragedy the... plus time. It was. The... Where are you on that camera? Oh, you're there. Well, you, you can no, tell we what... can't see both of us. It doesn't matter. They can have a look at you. That's... Oh, no, they don't want to see me. You're... Oh, Catherine, you... I think you underestimate th- what the, the internet wants. <laughs> they don't want... 
They don't want some bloke who's some middle-aged, grey-haired has-been. They want a bit of flange. Oh, flipping it. When are you? Mind. When are you 40? Because it's this week, isn't it? Yeah. When is it? It's the 12th. The 12th. Mm-hmm. You'll be 40 years old. You'll be officially a gilf. What? What are you, um, gonna... Only on certain estates. Sorry? I'm not a gilf. A, gr- a grandma a that grandma. I'd like to, uh... <laughs> be friends with. Um, what are you gonna be doing for your birthday? I'm eating. You're not doing that thing that girls do and you're taking the night off work, are you? No. Good. My birthday's on a Saturday, so, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm doing the thing that both girls and boys do. I don't get that. That used to happen a lot when we were at the l- local radio. No, Is... I think if you're... I mean, once you go to school, that's it for having days off all to the do ki- All the kids would... T- I'm not in tomorrow. Where are you? Oh, well, it's, uh, it's, it's my birthday. Grow up. For goodness sakes, what are you talking about? You absolute slackers. What's going to happen to them? They're going to be carried around on a sedan chair, fanned by, you know, oiled up members of the opposite sex. For heaven's sake, it's just another day. Crack on. Mm, The papers are full of sad stories. I don't want to read that one. That one's too sad. Um, uh, That's the sun done. Uh, Well... The Sun is an excellent newspaper. But today, it's, you have let us down mightily. I'll tell you what, <laughs> we'll take a quick break. Uncut, after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, OK, well, I, I, listen, I don't know why, in a, in a, a, a fit of peak... Or exuberance, I, I offered to give someone 90 quid refund for their ticket. I don't know why it's down to me. So I've done it. Liam, I've just ch- seen him on Facebook. I paid him via PayPal. Good for him. And, and, and um, now I'm um, <laughs> trying to get Lee to let me know how I can give him the uh, e- email address for PayPal. Because he said on air he would do it as well. Yeah. But um, he's gone busy. Quiet. He's, no, he's not gone quiet. He's gone the opposite. Um, he, uh, first of all, someone said, I'd be careful with this one refund. Is it against what the directors might say? And he's gone, I, I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. Please advise. So, oh, he gives, well, he gives one refund. He, you know, someone might say, mm, mm, mm. Um, and then he's just saying that I didn't allow him to answer the question. You still didn't answer the question. Sadly, weren't allowed to after remaining on air for 50 minutes. He did say a lot of things. <laughs> it's a lot he did say a lot of things. things. Um, oh. Anyway, he didn't put the phone down. Well, now people are having to go at me because I said something about the sun. For goodness sakes, guys. For goodness no, I think sakes. it's having to go at me. I said it. Oh, for goodness sakes. Ah, oh, dearie me. How about the Daily Mirror? Evening, Kyle. Oh, no, my touchscreen's not as, as sensitive as I, was, as I would like. Evening, Kyle. Evening, boss. You all right? I'm all right, thank you, fella. What you got for us? Yeah, I just wondered what your, uh, what your beef was with, the uh, first nips. <laughs> You've not, have you? I might have. You've... Oh, you <laughs> dirty, dirty dog! It was a long time ago. Yes. And I, I can't face taking it out now. It's part of me. What, both of them? Uh, just the one. You're a sex criminal! <laughs> Why? Have you ever had someone, um, tie rope through them and pull them? Uh, no, but when, um, I had, you know, my illness, yes. and they had to do lots of MRI scans and everything, 
they were very funny about putting me in the MRI scanner because they were like, well, you know. Don't get involved. Hang on, hang on, Catherine, don't get involved. Right. D- d- just don't get involved because they're g- Here's the thing, uh, Kyle. Uh, people are having a go at me because I mentioned The Sun, right, which was be the newspaper that I was holding, and because we have a lot of people from Liverpool listening tonight, which is fa- absolutely mm. fantastic. Now, of course, The Sun and Liverpool um, have a, a terrible, terrible relationship after The Sun um, uh, uh, printed lies, you know, about Hillsborough. Absolute lies and, and, and horrible, horrible slurs on, on poor, innocent victims. It's one of our he- Turn your headphones down, because one of our headphones is causing a little buzz. I think it might be mine, but I've turned them right down. Um... So loads of people go. Oh, you know, I was enjoying the show, and now I'm 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 switching off because you mentioned the sun and you're an ass and all of that. Um, I don't. It wasn't a foot in mouth. Paul's telling me I want to Google the sun in Liverpool. No, I know the relationship. It's not a foot in mouth. I'm I'm sorry, guys. This is a national station, and I'm glad we got loads of people listening to us from Liverpool, and it's brilliant, and we love Liverpool, and we spent all night bigging up Liverpool. But if just because I, I mention a newspaper that I understand why it's considered toxic to you, of course I don't. Not in any way demeaning that in the slightest. But if you're going to start sending me abuse just because the first paper I picked up was the Sun and it didn't have any stories in, and so I threw it on the floor. I mean, guys, I don't know what more you want from me. So no, Paul, it wasn't a foot in mouth by by me at all, at all, at all. And Colin, I mean, for goodness sakes, man, what, what do you expect me to say? Don't, don't th- put all of your um, justifiable anger about the sun on me. For goodness sakes, Colin and Paul, if, if you're going to switch off just because I said that, despite the fact the first two and a half hours of this show has been bloody brilliant, and I've been st- standing up in your corner and fighting Liverpool's corner all night and making sure we did the best show we could do that um, not only highlighted this injustice that you suffered over the weekend, but also made a big point of, of celebrating how wonderful your city is. If, if really you're switching off, uh, off because of that, Oh, dearie, dearie me. Kyle, you see what you've done? No, oh, it's my fault. This is what happens when you introduce sex games into the conversation. Have you not got your uh, little sex crime clip? Well, I have, but because we're in a different studio, it's gonna, um, it's gonna sound like this. Tinny. You can't plug in. It's gonna sound tinny. It cancelled Brexit. You see? So they kind of they kind of work, but please don't play cards into me. They cancelled Brexit. Okay. Oh. No. Well, and then you see, you've been a bad boy, Carl, and that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get, Kyle. You get this. They cancelled Brexit. Hello. Yeah, hello, hello. Who is that? Is Kyle gone? Yes, I've cut him off. Your nip skin's very, very delicate. I wouldn't want anyone like messing with that, would you? The... Oh God, no! What do they call it? Your areoli. Mm. Well, that's the bit around the. That's your sort of target area. Um, we did a great phone-in on the Virgin show. Someone suggested. I don't remember who it was. Um, people that don't look right when they're not wearing yeah. glasses. It's oh, a, right. It's a great. Like our mate Paul's coins. Yeah, I make Paul's coins. It just looks. It just looks. I did. It's like a blank face. A couple of times, Deirdre Barlow went without her specs. Yeah, and it was bizarre. Um, the, if you've ever seen Roy Orbison um, without glasses, that is wrong. Not right. That is so messed up. And I saw um, very dark. What's his name? Not Chuck Berry. Oh, 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 I love you, Peggy Sue. That one. Oh, uh, 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 Buddy Holly. Yeah. Who's, who is that? Stop! Right! Don't move. 
Is it me? It might be me. Don't move. Right, now you move. Go closer. Get right we up. Actually, it did it then when you spoke. Get right up close. <laughs> Say something. Hello. Talk normally. Hello, Why are you not- just talk normally, you idiot. Why are you not talking normally? <laughs> well, because I don't know what you're well, yeah, I've, I've noticed you do this, right? <laughs> Whenever we go and do the rabbit hole live and we do sound checks, right? Yeah. And so when you do a sound check, it's a bloke plugging in the mic, testing level, so you've just got to keep talking at the level you'll be yeah. talking all the time and keep talking. Yeah. And they go, right, can you test your mic? You go, hello? <laughs> hello? And that's it. And just thinking, uh, it, it really annoys me. Just keep, embarrassing, man. Just keep talking, I find though. It's embarrassing. Well, just let it go. Just let it go and talk. You can talk for flipping England. I know, but most of it's not broadcastable, is it? It is not broadcastable. In it. Um, anyway, yeah, him. Yeah. Peggy Sue bloke looks weird without his specs on. Or did. R. Dead now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. B.H.R.I.P. Who else was on that plane? Uh, Big Bopper. Yeah, who Richie else? Richie Valens. Yeah, who else? Mm. The pilot. Oh, yeah. No one mentions the pilot. It'd be interesting to- I, I would read a book on the pilot of that plane. I would read a book written about that dude. Because I think that would be, uh, that would be interesting. Long forgotten. Who was supposed to be on Oh, the someone plane? we know. Was it Dean Torrance? No, I'm, I, I can't think who it was. It, someone swapped out, didn't he, the last minute? Yeah, <laughs> someone who became big. Was it, it wasn't it, Elvis, was it? No, it wasn't Elvis. It wasn't. Why, why have I got Todd Rundgren in my head? It wasn't Todd Rundgren. I don't know because I saw La Bamba, and it was the bloke that swapped with Richie. It's not Tom Petty, is it? Nah. Hmm? No. I'm go- Surely well, he's not old enough. Google doesn't exist. Who swapped? With Richie Valance on that fateful <laughs> night in the 1950s when they all died on a plane. Let's see what answer comes up. I like to be specific. Um, Are you asking Jeeves? <laughs> yes, I am. To be specific for him. Um, okie dokie. Uh, uh, they flipped a coin. And who was it? Come on. Oh! Um. 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 Come on, Ian. Um. It's, it, was, it was Dion. Oh. It was Dion. Because uh. he's a wanderer. A <laughs> dirty wanderer. <laughs> He goes in and out and up and down and round and round and round. There's no proof of that. Dion. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. All right, well, there is no proof of that. Because he's a wanderer. A dirty wanderer. He goes in and out and round and round and up and down too. If you're lucky. He might give you a reach around. All right, stop it. Stop it, that's someone's granddad. Cos he's a wonder. <laughs> a dirty wonder. Okay, there's nothing in the mirror. Um, nothing in the mirror, guys. Uh, okay, Colin, no, Colin's, Colin and I have reached peace on Twitter. Good. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Colin. God rest you, Mary Colin. Let nothing you dismay. For Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Don't start on Jesus on Christ. Christmas We've Day. just managed to find some kind of equilibrium. <laughs>
Um, so... I'm starving. Yes? I know we've been eating healthily in that, but... <clears throat> I am absolutely... This is the problem with eating healthily. Well, when we say eating healthily, <coughs> we, sh- we shared a portion of chips. <laughs> yeah, I, I had um, a salad at Nando's. And half my chips. And half of your chips, yes, 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 yes. <coughs> that is correct. I should have eaten that That really That is jingling, jingling, that thing. Um... <laughs> is that your stomach? No. Is it a throat gurgle? <coughs> Lee, final thing. Oh. Someone's tweeted in. You kept trying to answer different questions. Ian was simply trying to seek clarity on key issues with you. Those whose money you have. Incorrect, replied Lee. He repeatedly apologised for interrupting when challenged on it, then did the same again. <laughs> I'm worried that guy's got my mobile phone number. That's, that's my concern. But you have his. I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm expecting to get um, some phone calls over the next few days. Says here, you've got a big dick and you like sucking. Um, oh, God! That's what I'm expecting! That's what I'm expecting. Well, and if that happens, we'll faithfully report it. We'll both... No, no, no. Let's, let's see what's on offer first. <laughs> let's see what's on offer. Well, on that bombshell, um, I think it's probably time for our old boot heels to go wandering. Uh, thank you very much for... That's you. You talk. Okay, I'm talking, and it's not jangling. Now you talk. Up your bum. There you go. <laughs> ah, balls to it. <laughs> uh, that's it. Back tonight at ten. Till then, from us, ta-ta.